Hey. And y'all better go up for my little deep voice like y'all was going up for Beyonce little deep voice. Hey. hey for the hey. third B. Hey. <laughs> that thick southern voice. Mm. Yes. Kind of raspy. She kind of sound hoarse a little bit. Hey. Yeah. In the morning when I wake up, I sound like a whole man. <laughs> then me too. My voice don't a kick whole, in until like, 9 o'clock. I'd be like, Trey, get up. <laughs> Daddy, what you want? <laughs> Trey, get up. Get up and brush your teeth. <laughs> what you got? Uh, he was listening to... Um, Moray, I guess we'll talk about his, yeah his the quicksand song. I saw somebody say, um, I saw somebody say that his album was good. I it was. I didn't really get into it. It was. It was. I like. I like his flow, his cadence. But Trey said, uh, I said uh, Thursday, Trey, your boy album, he dropping a mixtape, and he said I'm gonna listen to it on the weekend because you know that's when I play my game and I listen to all albums on the weekend. <laughs> Come on, schedule. So yesterday he listened to my it. My boy got it together over there. <laughs> he listened to it yesterday. He gave me thumbs up. He said, I like it. <laughs> oh, so he been knowing who Moray is? Yeah, he know the whole quick song. He knows the words to the song. The quicksand What's quick song. What's the quicksand? Mm-hmm, I'm in the quicksand. Mm-hmm, I don't know the words. Trey know it. Oh, geez. But it got popped because I remember Ja'Cory had posted a clip of his music video on IG. And I, I said, oh, that song kind of slapped. And I went back and I listened to all his music. I like it. Uh, South Carolina. Come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. I think he's from the Carolinas somewhere. Okay. It's either north or south, one of them. Oh, he a Geechee boy. Okay. Yeah, okay. but uh, I watched his interview on Breakfast Club. Nigga could talk like a motherfucker. It's like, God damn, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga winded like a mi- Yeah, what you call it? <laughs> Shut um, up, nigga. Damn, we just asked you how your day was. Sound right. Like Omari Hardwick. <laughs> Charlemagne, because he told Charlemagne he used to be an Uber driver. He was like, ooh, he was like, you are winded. He was like, how did that work out? Okay. He was like, yeah, some people like when I talk, some people don't want me to talk. <laughs> I'm on a quiet ride. <laughs> yeah. No music, no talking. Uh, I selected quiet mode. Can you please shut up? <laughs> <laughs> it's early. I'm on my way to the airport. I don't need this energy you on 10 right now. Thank y'all for tuning in episode 110 of the Three Piece Podcast. If you're new here, follow our social media on Twitter, Instagram, the number Three Piece Podcast, and Facebook Three Piece Special. Mm-hmm. It's me, Lady Sheeta. And Nisa Diva. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into our congratulations. Uh, Academy Awards, the okay. winners. So the Oscars got? came on last weekend. Some of y'all care, some of y'all don't. But, you know, we care about the black folks here. So <laughs> let's run it. Her, <laughs> um, she got an Oscar for Best Original Song. It was on the Judas and Messiah soundtrack. Okay. Um, Soul won for Best Animated Movie. Come on, Soul. Yes. A lot of people didn't like that movie. They ain't got no, because they ain't got no souls. <laughs> I enjoyed the movie. <laughs> um, and Daniel Kaluuya won Best Supporting Actor. Even though I feel like he wasn't the main. I guess they're saying Lakeith Stanfield is the main actor. But the movie was about I, Fred Hampton. How he's supporting? I could see where Lakeith could be the main character. Hmm. Because there was a time period where... Uh, Daniel's character was in jail, so he wasn't around. But they they had a little snippet while he was in jail. I mean, it was a little bit. eh. I I see best supporting actor. Right. Only thing that happened during that time that he was uh, in the jail was um, Lakeith Stansfield character 
running from a gunfight. Like that's the only that's the only thing. <laughs> I said, look at this bitch running, <laughs> running to the rooftop from the gunfight. Mm. So, um, those were the you know the black winners. There were others. Oh, um, two distant strangers won. Um, for uh, I guess short film, and I didn't know that Van Lathan actually had something to do with that. So Van Lathan. You know, our friend, he's a friend to the show because she had hung out with him one time. <laughs> so our friend of the show, Van, you know, got him a little Oscar or whatever. So is Van in the hot seat for stealing that girl's uh, girl. screenplay? She- now, Van, we're going to have to tell you, go ahead, come on down to the three to the couch. You want to tell us what's going on? Because we definitely seen somebody, you know, because what was it called? Black Groundhog Day or something? Yeah. No, Groundhog Day for a black man. Mm-hmm. I believe what is what it was called. So, um, it basically had that same concept. And then she, uh, I believe a magazine or, um, some type of blog site contacted her. And then that same blog site slash magazine, whatever it was, Mm -hmm. um, was, had major input on the movie. It had, it was in the credits of the movie. It was in the beginning credits. In in conjunction with what was the name of the thing? Uh, I'm pulling it up now. Because baby, y'all out here looking like thieves. Hold on, because I'm pulling it up now. Screen Man got to be a little faster. Now this. Now this. So is it like a website or it's? I it looks like a a, a social media site that just share has a lot of following and right. probably shares a bunch of stuff to bring light to it. And she said they reached out to her and said, hey, we like this. Can we share it on our social media? We'll tag you in it. Well, they did it. And Netflix picked it up. So, man, we're going to have to call you to the carpet. We got we to come to the congregation. We Three-piece needs to uh, have a couple of words with you. We just want to sort some things out. But until then, he's a friend of our show. And he got an Oscar. So that means, you know, we got an Oscar. Shout Yay. out to everybody. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of people was mad because they felt like Chadwick Boseman had got snubbed and that was gonna be his last opportunity um to win an oscar i mean but that goes back to you know just giving people awards because they mm-hmm. passed mm-hmm. what was it for that he got snubbed for um my rainy's black bottom did you watch it i didn't see that oh okay well now i'm gonna have to give him his little props for that he did do a great job in that movie he did a great mm. job in that movie i think they said uh anthony um hopkins won I know whatever movie he was in, I damn sure didn't see it, but I, I doubt that he did a better job than um, Chadwick did playing that role. Mm. Kanye West pressed up some t-shirts for DMX family. <laughs> Cost about $2 to make. And he, um, you know, partnered with Balenciaga and he made a hundred, I mean, not a hundred, he made a million dollars and the proceeds did go to. Cause weren't them shirts kind of pricey? I think they were like $200, $250, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I seen people in the comments talking about, I can make that with my creaky. <laughs> <laughs> Stop playing with folk, Kanye, but somebody bought it. It wasn't right. me. Well, his estate, um, you know, definitely needed it. He has 15 kids, so shit. And some of them kids ain't grown. Mm. So, hopefully, the family you know splits those proceeds and um, <clears throat> that can get them stable. Even though you know, um, Swiss said he got his kids, so we we gonna see Swiss <laughs> girl spinning the block on the memorial service because we had he had the memorial service, but then the funeral. Girl, did you see that when the man bust in there? Mm. 
Bust in the funeral? Girl, it's always one person bust up on the stage, you know, where they mm-hmm. talking. They trying to, you know, get to the benediction of everything. Some nigga named Jungle <laughs> hijacks the microphone and was like, yeah, you know, y'all don't, you know what I'm saying? I was with DMX for the last two, three years of his life. So you was the one getting them the crack. Okay, well, whatever. Right. I, and we, we had, you know... We had so much in common, you know. We, he, you know, he had troubles with his mother. I had troubles with my mother. He had a dog. I had a dog. And I'm just looking at this fool like, oh my god, y'all don't know. And you know, I had a lot to do with the new album. And then finally, the pastor of the church said, "Hey, brother. Hey, brother. What we going What we not gonna do? What we not gonna do?" <laughs> like um we're not gonna um have this you know we're gonna have order in the church he's like well i just wanted to see my piece he was like bro it's a time and a place for that well they cut me out the program so <laughs> <laughs> the program was for very close friends and family you met this nigga a year ago he said they cut him out the program girl i said you know what it's always one and it sounds like he, he's he's giving crackhead girl vibes I, he was giving me crackhead but he was like because we have a lot more in common than y'all think we, we we a lot in common i was like so you did crack with him okay that cool. part that's all yeah. i'm getting from you sir it's crackhead vibes so so it's why you didn't know about his crackhead friend <laughs> since you were supposedly taking him to rehab and shit <laughs> the fuck um Ahmad Arbery killers are indicted on hate crimes. Yeah, we love to see that. Love to see it. Cause yes. that wasn't shit but a hate crime. Like that was the video, a, they hunted that man. A modern day lynching. Like what the fuck was they you know, like they should have been. They should have been. And then they was following him in the truck and then somebody was following him behind the truck. Then y'all passed it around in the group chat. Like I'm, I'm side on everybody in the thread, all the, except for the one person who turned it in. Whoever that was, God bless you. Um, cause okay, that's that must be the do. snitch in the group. You know, it got to be an undercover person <laughs> to see what the fuck going on. Oh my god! So, oh shit! Or oh, didn't want to be uh, guilty by association. I'm not gonna be an accessory after the fact. Oh yeah, murder. that too. You pass this shit on to me. I'm gonna pass it on to the proper authorities. So, mm-hmm. um, you mean to say I get immunity if I give you this video? Okay, well here you go. <laughs> <laughs> scroll up it's right there <laughs> <laughs> and then after that you can see they they put we got that nigger so yeah that's it was a hate crime it, you couldn't call it nothing else um but a hate crime um i was thinking about this the other day when george's um case was coming to a close i was like um what the hell is going on with Ahmaud Arbery's case? Right. Hadn't heard about it. You know, uh, him, Brianna, and George happened around like, well, back to back. I think Brianna was first, he was second, then George or something like that. So I was wondering what the status of it was. Um, as of now, I, they still plead no, no, not guilty to murder. I don't understand. I don't know who finna. So what do they think it was if it, if they plead not guilty? Girl, they trying to call it justifiable. Justifying what? The nigga was running. Excuse me, calling the nigga. But the man was jogging, exercising. Exactly. They said that he was Girl. stealing. But um, my thing is, oh, and he was stealing, and then that he when when he when they approached him, you know, he kind of they called it self defense, basically. Mm. So you not only do y'all feel like we should comply to officers, we should just comply to every white person who say, come here, or what you doing? I don't have to talk to you. The, it's the audacity and the motherfucking entitlement for me, but. Right. You know? I seen that TikTok where somebody said, uh, 
when you hold the door open, just being polite for somebody it happens to be, be a white person and they don't say thank you. What you think this is? Right, right. They, they <laughs> like I'm supposed to do this. No, bitch. Let me do it. I'll be. I the words motherfucking thank you, stupid ass bitch. <laughs> Fuck is wrong with you? You want raise rights, stupid mm. ass hoe? I hope I hope the next don't hit you in your nose. I'm not your house, nigga. I'm sorry. I was trying to be polite. You could have said thank you. <laughs> Girl, be a starting the whole damn fight. Um, but uh, in other news, uh, Joe Biden is also pushing for Congress to pass the George Floyd. Justice and Policing Act by May the 25th. Um, it consists of um, a few things in it. Sheeta, what does it have? It has... I know it's a ban on chokeholds. A uh, ban on chokeholds. While mm-hmm. many police agencies say they don't train their officers to use chokeholds, they are still used. The legal standard for the use of chokehold is vague, making it difficult to prosecute officers who abuse this mm-hmm. use of force. Uh, it also has banned no knock warrants. Mm. So that goes back to the Brianna, Brianna Taylor. Uh, create a duty of invert, excuse me, intervene, uh, where police officer sees another officer using excessive force. Mm-hmm. The witnesses, witnessing officers would be required to intervene. Mm-hmm. That's what So like when he had his, his knee on his neck, yeah. officer should have said, hey, my, my dog, get the fuck up. That's what happened to that lady in uh, New Orleans when she lost her job. I think she lost her job back in like 2006 and they just now awarding her her pension. Oh, because she intervened? Yeah. She intervened and... Um, That's the black lady, right? Yeah. Girl. Yeah, she intervened and that man, the officer, ended up suing her. She ended up losing her job. Like all of that. She just got her pension back like a couple weeks ago. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they also have on here, create a public registry. Um, and in qualified immunity, girl, and the ending that quantif- and ending the qualified immunity is what's the the biggest thing to me because they have protection for do to do what they do because they are a police officers, so you can't sue them. Mm. Hell no, that needs to come to an end. Hopefully, they go ahead and pass it. Um, you know, because y'all didn't have no problem passing that Asian hate crime bill. So I had watched Doctor Umar on the Breakfast Club this mm-hmm. week, and he was really going in on Joe Biden and Kamala. He may, now listen, I can't get with everything that man do and can't co-sign everything that man does, but he was making some good points about, you know, Joe Biden. And he, and that's what we said here. Like I was shocked that the, I was like, so they immediately passed that Asian hate crime bill that fast. And we still in and, and the transgender one girl and lynching is still not against the law. So Technically, what those men did to uh, my Arbery is really not against the law. Y'all need to update these damn um, these damn laws. Why y'all trying to take away our voting rights? But that's another one. That's another one. Y'all be careful here in Texas, Georgia, and Florida. The Republicans is on um, a raft. They trying to take all your damn voting rights. So, mm. Well, I watched this week's episode of Red Table Talk, mm-hmm. and they had a couple on there discussing poly lifestyle. Let me find out you want to be poly on the low, girl. <laughs> low keto. Low keto. <laughs> so I watched it, and, you know, I felt like this was a good uh, topic to have a guest. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to a friend of mine, and he's going to join us to discuss the poly lifestyle. Okay, so we have Jay with us via... Uh, via plug-in from Chi-Town, Chicago. Say hi to everybody, Jay. What up, what up? What's going what on, up, y'all? What up, what um, up? I hit up Jay after I watched the Red Table Talk about Polly. So when it popped up, 
I said, oh, let me watch this because I've always been interested, you know, as what they do, the lifestyle, you know, the do's and the don'ts. So I hit up Jay and I was just like, come pie with us because I, I know he's part of that lifestyle. So when I watched the Red Table talk, uh, Willow said she uh, practices poly. Uh, but what is the what is the is polyrama polyramas? Is that how you say it? You can't want to be down with the game and you don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I'm gonna mess around and call it the panoramic in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um okay, so it's consensual non-monogamy, right? So consensual means like you know, you you understand what you're doing in non-monogamy as opposed to monogamy with one person. Non-monogamy is more is not just one person, it could be many people, but it kind of broken down here as like polyamorous or poly or polyam. Okay, so there's non-monogamous non-monogam- and then polyamorous. Polyamorous. Polyamory. I'm a, I'm gonna say poly y'all, okay? Oh yeah, 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 no, no. Poly <laughs> cool. And you say poly we know what that means. There's a lot so of syllables. Is it so is it a difference in polygamy and polyamorous? It is. So okay. yeah. So again, it's like think about like an umbrella. So so polygamous people, you know, or polygyny, I break that down too. Those are all types of non-monogamous relationships where you're not with just one person. So it's monogamous over here, non-monogamous mm-hmm. over here. Under non-monogamous is like people here that are poly polygynous polygynous mm-hmm. which is like you know a woman with like multiple husbands or polygamy is like a man with multiple wives mm-hmm. polyamory which i practice is not necessarily marriage but you have multiple partners and then from the polyamory is a whole nother umbrella of other types of poly that people mm-hmm. practice which i can i can go down too if you're you know okay and, so question so mm-hmm. Usually we see the men at the forefront in the right. poly world. So in the poly world, is it is it kind of like it's kind of how what works in your household where oh, the man it practices poly and the wife is okay with it, or is it where okay we practice it together? You could have your boyfriend and I could have my girlfriend. Like how does that work? It's just how, what works for you, kind of. That's exactly right. You know, um, everybody's poly is different. You know, like in regards to like what you and your partners or partner like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, desire and what y'all communicate about. Like, for instance, for me, like Polly, it started really with my wife. My wife, she's like uh, bisexual. So she's always been into women for as long as she can remember here as as like a younger teenager, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And we've been together for like we've been married for like 10 years. but We've been together for like like 20 years, like high school and middle school, the whole nine, we, we, we've known each other for a long time. And again, this is something here that she basically learned and researched about like how she felt, you know, she still wanted to be with me and love me, but she did have these desires to have other relationships period with women and even, and even also men with her being, being bi. So it was something here that she kind of brought to me here. And, you know, I was kind of like, you know, on defense, how about, you know, all that, this and that. And just kind of unpacking and like, you know, doing some work about learning what that really meant for her. You know, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to like, I don't, I feel like this, I don't own my wife, right? We don't own each other. So I can't have like this ultimate, like, no, nah, you feel this way? No, that's not the way it can go. We're going we gonna to stop that. I look mm-hmm. at it here differently here that 
she felt comfortable enough to bring this to me and explain to her how she felt because she could have easily just cheated, right? She could have had a whole right. side situation, like what most you know. Do. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. She could have had a whole situation there. So I looked at her like, man, that was pretty brave of you to like explain how you feel, you know, how, how you how, how you've been feeling, you know, and brought it to me here and ultimately allowed me to kind of just either participate with that life or not. But again, I wasn't going to like say, no, you can't do that because I don't, I'm not comfortable with it. And really, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it kind of goes to what you're comfortable with here and like what type of communication you and your, your partner has, like your, your communication styles, you know, in regards of like making sure that we are on the same page. Nobody's feeling like a whole bunch of resentment here and anger and all this nonsense here that a lot of people have is basically just kind of talking through it, you know? So when she first approached you about it after researching it, mm-hmm. like how long did it take you to say, okay, I'm with this? Because I'm thinking if a woman approaches a man interested in having a poly lifestyle, the man is going to be like, okay, get you a girlfriend type shit. Kind of like the goes back to threesomes when we right. have a threesome and a woman says, okay, let me find a man. And they'd be like, wait. <laughs> right, right. So, so, how, so how long did it take you to say, okay, I'm with it? All right, let me let me back up too with that too. So you make a, a great, great point, kind of give a little more, more, more detail. So we started in the non-monogamous space here, like back in 2000, maybe like 11, 2000, like summer 10, 11 time. Um mm-hmm via swinging right so we were married we've been together for like uh about ten, better, maybe like 10 13 years and again we've been together so so long we kind of opened our our relationship here with swinging right Having, okay um, i'm sorry i don't want i don't want to interrupt but so what's the what's the difference with with swinging is swinging just specifically the sexual act of exactly. it is that yeah okay yeah, exactly. okay yeah, and, and, we just um, don't have to. I'm just trying to, you know, dumb it down for the people who no, might no, not no, know. No, okay, you, you're good. You're good. And <laughs> gotcha. I, I got you. So yeah, the swinging part, we we you know, like I said, my wife's by. We had like a little threesome situation. It was cool and everything. You know, everything went well. It was a Saturday night, whatever. The next Sunday morning, we had like a little breakfast debriefing situation. We kind of talked about you know how we felt, you know what our experiences were here, you know basically what was going through our heads, and ultimately here we you know. It was good for us. So, you know, we had no issue with it. We can, we can do this. We can do more of this if we like to. So we, you know, had a couple of little situations here throughout the summertime and going on, you know, threesomes and whatnot there, you know, with, with other, other ladies. It kind of opened up because we started to learn there's other people that's out there like us, you know, other couples, mm-hmm. single ladies, single guys that are in that space where, hey, we all just kind of congregate here, you know, via, via Facebook shit via these swinger sites and you know like you know again we were, we're down in dallas so we kind of like found a scene in dallas in houston and austin all over the state like man people that they, they just like us right so mm-hmm. we you know end up meeting people whatever you know hanging out and you know kind of building these connections here ultimately it was always sex but through that through that time we understood that you know we can have sex with people here but like you know my yeah she look good she's bad anything but you know I like to, you know, maybe hang out outside of sex. Maybe we can go, you know, kick it at a movie or whatever, go to a concert. So that's where the polyamorous part kind of like really kind of came about here with my wife. She, you know, she had engagement here with some ladies here and, and some guys. And, you know, they it was more than just sex. So where they kind of build friendships, bonds, and just like ultimately like a, a deeper relationship here. 
And that's when she brought the party to me. That could have been like maybe back in 2000, like maybe 15 or 16 ish. Mm-hmm. Um, where she brought it to me, and again, at that point there, I was still more like, "Hey, let's just, you know, I'm I'm cool with the sex, whatever, you know, having a good time, kicking it, whatever." But again, she kind of started developing different feelings about, you know, her partners that she had uh, interacted with. Um, so you asked about like how long did it take? So you know, for her, we got in this space maybe like 2011, 2010ish, maybe like by 2015, she kind of felt differently about it. For me, it was maybe like 2018-ish, 2017, where I mm-hmm. kind of like, I guess, kind of got on board there, and I've seen here the benefits of that. So so what you're saying is she came to you one day and was like, I don't just want to have sex with these people. I want to have a relationship with them? Or, I mean, like, I would like the option to kind of, like, develop more than just sex. So, oh, you know, okay. ultimately here in the swinger spot, y'all meet up, hook up, whatever, do thing. And be gone, right? Um, right. And that in the space here, polyamory, you could you could do that too. You could definitely have sex and do have a, have a good time, whatever. But maybe you know, you just want to you know come. Let's just watch a movie, whatever. Just go hang out. And ultimately, in the swinging spot, that's like a low. That's, that's like a, a no no because you don't want to. They say you don't want to catch feelings, right? Right. I was just gonna say, let me yeah. find that wife caught feelings. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and and yeah, and myself, I looked at like, oh man, like, I don't, I wouldn't, I didn't sign up for this, you know. I didn't. I thought we were just, you know kicking at the club, whatever, we find a hotel and do that, whatever. But it was deeper than that. And she kind of explained to me and, you know, how she felt. And as I'm saying there, you know, she was brave to, like, explain how she felt there and what Mm -hmm. she was, like, you know, feeling. And I wasn't going to be like, no, fuck that. You know, we don't shut it down. But I just basically tried to do some unlearning, some unpacking here about what I was feeling about my my own self. Because ultimately here, it was what I was feeling. I was feeling like, you know, if you're going to leave me for somebody else, whatever, you, you know, somebody better than me. But it wasn't about that because at the end of the day, she could do the whole thing on the side. And I had no idea, you know. Right, right. So, it's, it, sounds like, it sounds like you have to have a lot of open communication for it exactly. to actually work. Exactly. And like me, like when I be wanting to know more about it, because, you know, I'm tired of juggling niggas, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and I actually did approach one of them and, and I said, I was like, how about, you know, you have uh, your little situation on the side and I have my situation on the side and then together we do us. And he didn't want to do it. Mm. I would think most men would be okay with it. You would think. You know, right. Uh, well, most men, the, the problem is with men, they have a problem. They don't have a problem with you um, having a girlfriend or, you know, having sex with other women. But when you add another penis to the equation, then it's mm-hmm. like, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm supposed to, yeah, you know. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Jay. So how did you, you know, um, come to, I get, so when y'all were swinging, mm-hmm. were she with other men at the swingers club too or just women? Uh, women, couples, like we would, we would do all that. Swap. Yeah, all that. Yes, yes. Come on, I swap it out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's called. So check it. It's called a full swap. So like you know, some you know some people how they swing is like just you know, maybe the 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 ladies they play with each other, whatever, touch and do their thing, whatever, and maybe the guy just watch and then they interact with their own individual wife, right or girlfriend. Full Mm. swap is like. Yo, we all we can we can we, we can all get it cracking, you know. So we operated here under that space where we were, you know, we were comfortable with each other, comfortable here with the people here that that we were dealing with here, where it was like, hey, you know, we all cool, you know what I'm saying? We we kick it, we 
go to the Super Bowl, we watch the game, whatever, shit, you know, cook, smoke, whatever, and then like, hey, y'all wanna, you know, get some cracking. So, so it was like that for us. It's wait, so, so the first time, like you mean to tell me the first time, like she was, I don't know, I not taken by another man, but whatever, she bust down another dude. Like you didn't have no problem with that. I like, mean, how was you yeah, feeling yeah, yeah. about I'm, that? Yeah, you I'm, I'm, you 100. yeah, so I did kind of feel like a little insecure, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's dudes out there, they got different situations, you got, you know, so, but it's that thing, like, you know, I was speaking with uh, she, um, Sheeta about this a couple of days, like, a lot of people, a lot of guys, you know, men, men and women, basically, we have this whole, like, we're programmed to be monogamous, right? Via movies, TV, music, you know, I'm a, I'm a stay your girl, you know, niggas rap about that, whatever. I'm, you know, she my girl, this, that, whatever, you know. Um, so you think like somebody is taking something from you, right? And so, yeah, I had those little emotions here, the little feelings here, like, no, man, somebody is doing this to my, to my woman, whatever, you know, my girl, this and that. Um, but ultimately it's not, it's not about that. It's like you guys came together to enjoy yourselves and that don't mean that her like my wife's enjoyment isn't only coming through me like no pun intended but <laughs> <you're right. laughs> yeah like, like you know so... for, it's her, her, her happiness and her enjoyment it didn't only satisfy it's, it's only for me so i mean like and again in regards to that where i had to check myself i had to take a step back whatever like you know what hey you know we did talk about this beforehand we've had other types of situations here so like when it happened i kind of felt like oh you know a little feeling about that but you know mm -hmm. it does change so, over time like everybody has to like do that work with themselves right because right. i just couldn't see it like you like you in the room and the nigga pull his dick and you're like nah maybe his dick is way too big <laughs> doing this today. like damn that nigga got some girth <laughs> <laughs> hey and it's like that no but check it it's like that though i mean my, I was, I was, I, I said that in my head, like, damn, this nigga gonna. Or what about if, <laughs> what, about if <laughs> what about if you swap and then the girl is, you know, the girl you swapping with is used to something from her husband and she's like, uh, uh, this ain't it, like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all of these things happen. And at, at the end of the day, you have to like, you know, you, you know, you give your your, your partner, your wife, your girlfriend, whatever, who you with. You know, y'all have like little, you know, little gesture, little head nod, and like, or you take a little time out and talk. Like that's the thing here. Like, there's like again, it's go back to that communication. There are a lot of little side chats here that you have here with your partner here. Because again, you know, it ain't just you walk in and, and, and start fucking. It's like you you kind of you know, it's a club. You go in there wherever you drink, mingle whenever you chit chat, talk, whatever, kind of build some type of rapport, you know. And then it may ultimately get to a spot where y'all go back and you know have some fun. But it ain't just like a free for all, like off top. Like you do kind of figure out some things. So let's say, you know, and and swinging things so there are couples here that they they so the concept is it's called playing so they play sync together or separately so like playing together like maybe you go in there you and your wife or your girlfriend y'all find somebody here or you go in there and say hey i'm here with my wife but we play separate so yeah you, that was you know, gonna be my next question is there yeah. a rule like are y'all only doing it together or are you allowed nah, to nah, nah, you know nah. so, venture off Again, we went in like, hey, man, we're going to go, you know, balls to walls. You know, we're gonna, we, we out here. So we decided we're going to play. You know, of course, we started us together. And then, like, the boundaries kind of changed there after many nights of conversation of how we feel. So you basically got to constantly check on each other here to see, hey, where you at with this? How you feel about that? So mm -hmm. it kind of ultimately evolved where we can go to the club together, arm and arm, whatever. 
pay a little money, whatever it is. You be looking good, smelling good, all the whole nine, mingling, and then kind of go around and you know just see if somebody might be interested. And the both of us, or separately, let's say, say you know I want to hook up with you, just me, whatever. I go talk to wifey, say you know she come over, the lady come talk, whatever, or the husband, you know they'll you know it's like some sort of a meeting here where hey, I'm gonna be back with your wife, you know around the corner, you know like it's like people know what's going on. There is a lot of communication there, which is the beauty, like. I think you you've probably never been before, but in a spotlight like like I'm talking about never you. been never been. and I've yeah. been wanting to go. I've been it's, wanting to go. Like, it's it's so like it's so freeing because I mean you 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 check off so many boxes here where you don't gotta worry about you know you know where where my people are or whatever you know you don't know what's going you know like you know so much about each other you know they even mm-hmm. goes with like the sexual health aspect too like you know we not just sling a dick like that, you know what I'm saying, you know, and not knowing who's, who's, who, whatever, you know, we right. condoms are always used, everything, people, they get tested very frequently, matter of fact, I just got a, um, a, a panel done here, what's, uh, on Monday, so I'm waiting on my stuff here, but I feel good about it, I don't got no issue, because I definitely, so practice. you telling me, ain't, you didn't never see no fight break out at the Swingers Club, because somebody, because <laughs> somebody was blowing somebody else's wife back out, no, no, what what I have seen, I've never seen like a, a two separate individuals. I have seen couples like damn, why you know, like where their insecurities pop up. I've never mm-hmm. seen like two separate, like let's say, you know, me fighting some other dudes, some other wife's husband, whatever. Never that. It has it has been a little couple they get over here, you know, maybe the wives might get too drunk, whatever, and they they kinda doing the most and then necessarily, you know have that conversation with their partner and that happens because you know you get in a mood that you get kind of in, in, in a zone and you kind of forget stuff where yeah so i have seen that not as often but it does happen it definitely mm. so when y'all venture off and do your own thing mm-hmm. do y'all ever come back and be like man she sucked the shit out my motherfucking oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah or do y'all just you know don't ask don't tell type no 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 like you know so like we don't have to go into like major details between us, like you know, but like yeah, we definitely do talk, you know, because you know, you know, you know, if I'm I meet young lady, whatever, you know, I'll come in and do some my wife and everything. They or they see us together, you know, so they know, you know, who we are in regards to like just looking. So like yeah, she's sexy, you know, I can see, you know, why you picked her, you know, ass is fat, whatever, you got the little dress on, she she look good. So those things are there. So but we don't really go back. Yeah, yeah, she, you know, boy, she. Stop on the nut. I'm be like, oh, so she sucks dick better than me. Oh, no, no, no. So right, like see? No, no, no. Then it's a fight. Then it's a fight. <laughs> yeah, but again, it's not better. It's it's not like somebody doing something. And that's the thing here that goes back to what we're programmed to like. Somebody is trying to one up you. Like ultimately, we decide to come to these spots and operate the way we do here because that's what we wanted to do, right? Like nobody's mm-hmm. forcing nobody to do anything that they don't want to do there. So. A lot of those kind of insecurities for like um, I call like a a veteran swinger like myself, whatever veteran non monogamous person, me and my wife, like those things here they did happen, but we got way past that like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, when you say non monogamous, like, so you're are you in a relationship with somebody else besides your wife right now? I am currently, yes. So you have a, a what you a girlfriend? I have I have a girlfriend. Uh, it's like a long distance relationship. She's in Dallas. Yes. Oh, okay. 
And so you, I'm assuming you have to like FaceTime and things like that. Yeah, a lot of yeah FaceTime stuff. You know, COVID been kind of trash. You know, in regards to just you know moving around and visiting. But yeah, um, I have seen her like in person for the first time in like like nine months uh, back on Easter. She came up here and we spun we spun a couple of days together. But yeah, we, at your I, house or do you like go outside? No, no, no. Well, to... I mean, no. We 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 uh, you know, get us, you know, we we hang, you know, we it'd be separate. We go do a thing, whatever. Like we was actually in uh, in Indiana, not too far, just you know, down across the state line, or whatever. But you know, we do whatever. Um, she was here visiting her family. She's from Indiana, so she come visiting people, whatever, for the Easter mm-hmm. and everything. And then we kicked it here like that Friday and Saturday, and then she went with her family on a uh, Sunday. Um, she's married, so, um. In the polyamorous space, you know, like a lot of people, you know, we are interacting with people here that have their own poly lives as well. So, like, for instance, uh, my girlfriend, she's been married for, like, uh, I think, like, 10 years. Her husband has a girlfriend. She has a boyfriend. She's with me. She's looking for, like, a female partner. Um, so, it's like, there's, like, a lot oh, they of... they out here, like, YOLO. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you know, at the end of the day, and you know, and same, like you know, I I love her, man, and you know, and I, I love and um, her husband. I love, like, I love how they interact with each other here in regards to their poly. They remind, like, they're like a reflection of like me and my wife, like you know, and we try to pe- we try to find like minded people that kind of operate the same way. Like, mm-hmm. like for instance, uh, my wife, she's in Dallas right now. She's been down there for a couple weeks. Um, this weekend, she get to wear her boyfriend all all weekend, you know. Um, I think they, you know, had they they had had a had a whole time, whatever. So, you know, it's like we know what we're doing, right? We know that um, you know, we're not like missing an action. You know, we check in, we, you know, text, call, FaceTime, the whole nine, whatever. Yeah, communication um, is key. Yeah. So on the red table talk, the the couple that was on there, they said that they spend like holidays together. So the guy and his girlfriend and his mm-hmm. wife and the wife's boyfriend, they spend Thanksgiving and Christmas together. Do y'all do or is that something you're into or have done? We yeah I, I we we have um this before I moved up here this was like my ex um some years ago whatever we spun Thanksgiving we had a, a Thanksgiving at at a, at her house where you know she has she has like teenage or maybe like twenty year she had like older kids she like she was older I was I was dealing with she was like forty one she had older kids they were there you know what I'm saying me and my wife my girlfriend and her kids we had Thanksgiving. And then had to turn around and go to my mom's house, whatever, you know, do the family thing over there and then go to my mother-in-law's house for like the, you know, so we was eating all day, traveling all right. over the place there. <laughs> so we, we've done that same thing on Christmas, you know, exchange gifts, you know, she we got gifts for each other. Same situation, you know, spend the time because again, it's more than just sex. Like these So does here, your family know that you're poly? They do. And mm-hmm. how, did, how did they first initially feel about it and how did they feel about it now? Has it okay. changed? Um, so initially, like, uh, my mom, she was probably, like, the most, so, yeah, my mother was, like, the most cool with it. Like, she kind of, like, she she kind of caught on, she kind of grasped it easier than, like, my dad. My dad, he, like, grew up in church. He, like, no, nah, this is, y'all shit. <laughs> like, he, he, he was there that was, like, don't be shacking up. I'm, like, no, nah, man, I'm, I'm shacking up is probably the way you should do it. You know, you want to get in some situation with somebody you don't know at all, and then y'all get married, now y'all stuck. So I was all he was he kind of got at me here for like shacking up. So that was what, you know, he been on. But when I told him here, he was like, no, nah, I, don't, I don't like that. I think y'all wasting time and this and that and everything like that. 
my brother and sister, they you know they they know about it. They cool. My my brother, he's like very interested, but I guess his partner, his wife, and I really into that. So he'd kind of like ask me questions, like living vicariously through me, whatever. Said, man, what you do this weekend, man? Where'd you go? What happened? <laughs> he just kind of picked my brain. So it's cool, you know. what I'm saying my sister, she's cool with it. She understand, you know, that you know this is different lifestyle for different people. Mm-hmm. She don't know if she can really she would handle that, you know. She don't she can do it, but she understands here. You know what it is. Basically, it's like no adjustment with that. Um, same thing with uh, my wife's mother. She she knows she's cool with it. Whatever she understands what it is. Same thing. No, no judgment. My father in law. He was like, he kind of phrased it differently. Whatever you know. Mind you, we had been together since like you know high school. So we never really like dated other people like that. We would been together high school, college, the whole nine, whatever. And like kind of been had just no us. whole phase. He said. He said. Oh. oh so you mean like single life? I'm like, well, I mean, if that's how you, if that's what you, you know, and you can compartmentalize your head, single life. So he calls polyamory and having other partners here, single life. I'm like, well, it's not quite that. But again, if that's what you need to, you know what I'm saying? I get it. That's funny that the men are kind of against it. And right. The was that's why, that, wait, so that's what I was going to ask you because you said your wife was the one who kind of led you into the lifestyle. So in the lifestyle, I don't mean to offend you by saying no, that, but, but no. so in that lifestyle, do you find that there are more women who te- who are, you know, tell their husbands that this is about, you know, that this is what they want to do or do you find it that it's like equal or is it more men? Because it sounds like the women out here saying, look, I'm trying no. to bounce on another dick. Let's what what you talking about? <laughs> I'm trying to rise somebody's face. No, right. yeah, no, that, no, like really and and you know, me, I, I deal with women, obviously I'm I'm not I'm a straight man. But yeah, I talk to many women and that's the case. Like they're way more braver, they're way more understanding. They do more work in regards of trying to understand their feelings and you know, really what things mean than men. Unfortunately. A lot of men, you know, I call myself, I'm like a evolved man. Like, in regards, like, I was like a lot of their husbands were like, no, no, nigga, no, we don't, no, yeah. But the way they only want, you know, another another lady and she can have this, whatever. And ultimately, right. it go back to that ownership piece. You know, I don't feel like I own anybody like that. So, you know, again, dealing with other women there, they have other desires here that maybe I can't satisfy which is again more than just sex. Maybe it's like different. Maybe somebody into this, somebody into that, whatever. But again, I don't want to block off, you know, what you desire in your life, you know. So, um, I have seen that there are a lot more women here that do desire to practice this type of lifestyle here, where the men, maybe they want to do it here in just this way, or maybe they only want, you know, like you can't do this, whatever. Um, so it's it's very interesting. Matter of fact, that kind of brings me a story. I went to a party last night, and it was a little. So you said, uh, um, like lifestyle. That's what we call it. So like the it's called the lifestyle. So like the party lifestyle, the swinging lifestyle. So I went to a lifestyle party that was basically more swinging, like kind of geared to. And uh, mm-hmm. this lady, you know, husband, wife, whatever. She was feeling me. She wanted. She wanted to get down, but like the husband was all like, you know, I don't know, man. No, no. So he kind of blocked it. You know, and that's well. Why was he even there then? Hey, that's that's because so he could see his wife eat pussy. Because that's what most basically, yeah, yeah. That's in a nutshell. (laughs) So she chose me. I mean, she wanted, she wanted, but yeah. But at at the end of the day, you know, I was okay. I respectfully bow down, say, you know, whatever, you know. Hey, you know, if y'all have an issue, 
I don't want to get in that shit, so I'll just find somebody else with, with, with you and me, son. I got, I got shows, so it's cool. They they probably, he said, I got shows. <laughs> right, so how does your girlfriend feel about it? Is that cheating on your girlfriend? Like, Absolutely if she don't not. know, if you have a night out at the lifestyle party and she don't know, is that cheating? She knows. So, like, I, I talked to her about this podcast. I talked to her about me last night. I went uh-huh. to a function um, last weekend. Like, everybody, again, everybody that I'm dealing with here, we mm-hmm. know what we're doing. And it's not like checking up. When, it's not It's not checking each other. It's like, just want to know. Because ultimately here, it's about safety too, right? right? So, let's say I didn't get home till like, maybe 3 o'clock in the morning. Like I was out all night, whatever. Let's say she called me, like, at 11, whatever. I didn't answer it. If I was doing some shit sneaky on a low, whatever, and you ignoring phone calls, you, you, you just letting shit ring, whatever. Ultimately, people are going to go to the worst case scenario. Oh, man, maybe he hurt. Maybe he's in jail. You start thinking bad shit, right? Right. And go back to that communication point. If you just keep communication, you can avoid all kind of stuff here. Because, uh, hey, I'm going to be over here doing this. Whatever, so, you know, I'll, I'll hit you back tomorrow. But I'm cool. I'm safe, whatever. I'll send you a text when I make it home, whatever. Just so mm-hmm. you don't have to. You Again, you eliminate so much heartache. And like you know, bad times by just saying what saying what you're doing, what's on your mind. See, that's why I be trying to get niggas on board. Like, do they don't, you? And they I don't do understand. Me. They <laughs> right. missing out too. She, she does, You got to start. You got to start like his wife. Do you got to start with a bitch and then graduate? No, I ain't eat no pussy, my nigga. I ain't eat no pussy. <laughs> but no, they, but no, you you don't have to. I mean, again, you know, if you look, if if you're, you know, if you find a person here that is open minded and will allow you to do you. And not judge you, that's mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing. But a lot of a lot of guys here, and, and women too. I, I know a lot of women here that are on on the guy side were like, "Nah, you you making some bitch come? Nah, nah, hell no. Nah. You she calling you daddy? Nah, hell, you know they have like a lot of stuff that <laughs> will make it kind of tough. But it go back to like you know what y'all comfortable with there, and how y'all can kind of expand your boundaries because everybody has a boundary, right? Yeah, we all got a line where we won't cross. You know, things will things can evolve over time from other experiences here and just simply having communication, having a little talk with each other. It don't got to be full ass argument, conversation. It can be like a, hey, you know, I'm in okay. this. How you feel I had that? a question. So do you use condoms with all of your partners except your wife or how does that work? I use condoms with all my partners except my wife. Okay. All right. So I was going to ask what happens in the instance that you get somebody pregnant. Mm. Right. So and it's okay. Again, I'm we we operate a little bit differently. Um, like we definitely, you know, try to practice safe sex here and avoid that whole, you know, child situation. That is something here, yeah, child situation and even like some sort of STI, STD. So mm-hmm. again, you are in this lifestyle. You there, everything in life has risk factors, right? You know, correct. And these are things here that we do understand, like from like day one. So. You can indulge in this lifestyle here and, you know, definitely practice everything you can to, to, to kind of avoid things here. But those are always, unfortunately, on the table and, 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 and in your mind. It's just how you as a couple or a person can really handle if you get to that point. Um, mm. Like we haven't had no type of pregnancy scare, no, no STD, SCI scare, none of that. We, you know, Come we... on, pull that game on a honey. Yes. No, <laughs> We ain't had that, but you know, like not saying that it's impossible. I seen something last night. I'm like, man, this nigga's going here raw dick. And 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 I was like, wow, that's 
but check it in these spots, man. There's the safety and all of it's so like heightened. Like everybody keep condoms on, you know. Like I go and buy condoms. I got condoms. I went Bosby last night. I don't, you know. Like I'm not afraid. There's so many ways here that you can protect yourself here from unwanted pregnancies or obviously STD, STI. Like you should be doing. Put your best damn foot forward if you be doing this, right? You can do it, put sure, your back into it. Make sure you, you know, you know, make sure you know you um you definitely, you know, are on point with whatever it is because you know, we here to have a good time, we here to satisfy each other here and ultimately have fun. So don't be lazy, don't be um, you know, bullshitting out there if you you know. Bring that dick. <laughs> Bring it to the, so, to the ladies here. So, you know? how did your um, poly buddies feel about the Red Table Talk episode if they saw it? She, um, yeah. So we we talked about it. Um, well, I talked about the podcast. So she watched it that morning. I didn't get to see it till like later on that day. I was just busy all day. But yeah, she said it was cool. What she did enjoy, and I want to hit on this too, is that it wasn't necessarily focused on like the man and then the two women. They brought it to it where it was like this this woman here who is polyamorous, who has other partners here, and kind of showed her point of view, which is very rare because, again, you only hear about niggas and threesomes, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Or a man and wife there, and we want to find our girlfriend that we share together, which I'm going to tell you right now, like being like a kind of like a veteran in this space, whatever, that is the hardest dynamic I was going to ask you about that. Have you ever had a girlfriend? Have y'all ever had a girlfriend? Never. Like, never. Okay. So what's and, the what's so hard about it? Yeah, so like everybody has, has to like vibe and link together. So like, you know. Yeah. You you like, you know, for instance, like let's say, you know, you know, the the we we find somebody here the lady is more into my wife, right? And I into me here or vice versa, like you don't really like it, it's harder dynamic to kind of like mesh together and that happens way often, and a lot of people here, they really haven't like done the work here to like check themselves and their particular um, their um, jealousies and feelings here about how they feel and their insecurities. So yeah, yeah. if we got that, wouldn't somebody, work for me. I definitely I would want this lifestyle is definitely not for the week. <laughs> and, uh, it really isn't. Uh, we would have to have separate but equal because okay, no, no, uh, <laughs> uh, no. That's mm-hmm. that's how we operate here, and that's what we found has been more successful for us. Like you know, I've had my own partners, and my wife has she she had her partners here like for like ten plus almost like almost let's say two thousand twenty one yeah almost like ten years. She has a girlfriend that lives in California. They visit whatever, and again, it's deeper than sex. Like she went there for the birth of her child. She she flew there. She was with her. You know, we know like the last couple months here for the baby, whatever comes. You know, just like a lot of nesting period. She helped with that. She was assisting with everything here more than just the sexual aspect. It was like they really really love and care for each other. Um, same thing with her boyfriend. Like, you know, he was, you know, we, we, we spend many time together here, obviously outside of sex. Like, we kicked it, whatever. We, you know, went out, whatever. Came to parties, you know, everything like so that. So you, you know. met her boyfriend? Oh, hell yeah. I got oh, I text wow. him back. We, we text. We talk. They're oh, boys. No. That's my man's. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like um <laughs> This is this is you have unlocked the level of thinking that me and probably eighty five percent of the world just can't get to like kicking yeah. it with the you know, getting cheated on is one thing, but kicking it with the bitch like <laughs> <laughs> But see, but in that instance, like you wouldn't be getting cheated on. 
Right, you, right. You, it's you're, a, you're it's coming, a, you're coming it's a with it like in, in good faith. Like you're not having no, there's no issue because again, you and your partner would have been having conversation. Y'all would have been. You obviously know who she is there. You know, he mm-hmm. talked about it here, and vice versa. Y'all have had more experiences than just like you happen to find a text message here. You know, in the middle of the night, like you've had more deeper shit than uh, than just like the 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 bad stuff. So you be on Facetime, you be like, "Hey, come say hey to my wife," like, and you just turn the phone around like that. Or like, hey, you know, um, you know, ex so and so said, hey, how you doing? And you know, I, you know, just just like like that. It don't have oh, to be like wow. full fledged, like we have a conversation. But like, sometimes till I, I said, hey, yeah, right. Well, what if you found out that your wife is flirting with your girlfriend? I mean, that's that's something that can happen there. I mean, that's something here to say. We were talking that's a risk factor. Like, okay. Yeah, you know, just this, this at the end of the day, man. Everything, any problem can be solved with some communication, no and matter how hard it feels. And how like you know like, ugh, you know like no matter what it is like you can talk through you can talk through anything. Mm. Well, once I finally tiptoe over into that lifestyle, you're gonna be my coach, Jay. Okay, <laughs> hey, you gotta coach it. me through it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna visit one of these swinger clubs pretty soon. I ain't lying. So wait, so how do you? Okay, so can you go in the swing club like with a mask? Because what if you just wanted to get your voyeurism on and you really didn't want everybody to know that you was there? I like, yeah. I would like to see it, but I don't want people to know. Absolutely, that I was <laughs> absolutely, yeah. So there, there are people here that you know they go there just to watch and voyeur, and I mean that's totally fine. I mean that's again in these spaces in this lifestyle. There's no, I mean the pressure is really from yourself, but there's nobody is gonna make you a hey, lay down. Openly. No, that, that's never gonna happen. Like again, they're highly pri- privacy is key with all this. So privacy, mm-hmm. safety, security, all this shit. You know, like um, yeah, like you know, and you go there even by yourself with some people, whatever. Like everybody's gonna be on the same page there. Y'all may have a plan here. What we gonna do? What we not gonna do there? And again, they go back to like I'm saying, it's the communication. But yeah, you can definitely go and just just watch. I mean, if you like to watch, you never know. You might um unlock something here with yourself and you never know how you might want to play it out i've seen that many times so Mm. what do what have you seen in the instance because you are a veteran here in the game um and it might not have specifically happened to you i don't want to put that on you but what has been the experience or the outcome if somebody partners with somebody that has better sex than them that's what i would be worried about like wait a minute Hmm. better sex than them um, I mean, like, when you say, I'm, I'm so I, like, I how would you know unless you're there watching it and she moaning more or she come back and say something like, okay, yeah. no, specifically, well, let me put it so mm-hmm. you can understand what would you like if, if somebody else had better pussy than your wife? Like, how do you handle that? Like, see, you just, you, 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 you're handling, I mean, you just, you just <laughs> I mean, like, he already like, getting the best of both worlds, he getting pussy it, everywhere, it, so. It. Like right, but once you had great, you don't want to really necessarily go back to like the good. You want to stay in the great time. No, you be no, like, no, oh no. man, I gotta go to see, my wife and fuck her after we I don't, had but amazing it, pussy. Like that that concept you just brought up here, like that's like a, a monogamous concept. Me being as like non-monogamous, I don't oh, see yeah. it as it like sense. better or best. Like it's yeah, it's it's good, it's fire, but like I'm not gonna like leave my wife. You know, even though that pussy, th- I ain't gonna jeopardize my life. Come on, then, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on, so, I mean, Come on, then, <laughs> Max. But no, it's it's not like necessarily better or worse. It's like, it, are you enjoying yourself? Yes. If you are enjoying yourself, keep on going. If you're not, 
if, if it's no, we maybe you just maybe maybe not indulge more. But yeah, it's not mm-hmm. necessarily better. Like you know, guys that got bigger dicks and everything, they can do this, whatever. But one thing I've learned is that we everybody, every person, individual got some that somebody that don't have, and you it, that always manifests itself when you're with a part, a person, a woman, or a man, or woman. Exactly. It always, That's why I want more than one man. It always, I'm telling you, like, <laughs> like you know, some somebody, you know, is, 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 is better with this than them. And, like, it's not taken away from you. It's just, like, heightening your kind of, it kind of, you know, puts you up there or put them up there. And, yeah. again, it doesn't take away from nobody. Right. So when you said that it's a monogamous concept to compare and yeah. contrast, that that makes sense because you don't even think about it like that when you go into it. Okay. So mm-hmm. one more thing before we wrap this segment up. Quick right. question. When you're done with the lifestyle, is it a, a a decision made between both of y'all or one foot in, one foot out? Like how does that work when somebody's like, okay, I'm done with the poly lifestyle? Hmm. Um have you ever heard of that? I know you have been in about what tip 10, almost 10 years now. Yeah. How, yeah. What, what happens when somebody say, I don't want to do this no more? I guess they, they just, they, they have the conversation with each other and decide what they want to do here. Like, I don't know a lot of people here that are just quote unquote done. Like they may. <laughs> right. Cause I don't think anybody could be done with this because if you've been doing it for 10 years, it's kind of like quote unquote set in your ways. This is your lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Like this is how I like live and love. I don't, I don't like, I would, I don't, I don't see myself nor my wife or my partners that I deal with here, like mm-hmm. stop being poly, polyamorous and non-monogamous unless they really weren't ever non-monogamous. And again, I, I had an ex who was not non, she was like very much, she wanted to be married. She wanted to have a whole situation, whatever. And ultimately we ended up breaking up because she could no longer operate this way, you know, like she, mm. and, and it was something here that I knew kind of from jump. And lucky it was like a like a mistake, but you, you can't really help who you fall in love with, you know. Like if you y'all, y'all really vibe and have a good time, everything together. Obviously, past sex, but like you know, we 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 really I, I still love her too, you know. Like we had a good time. Basically, she didn't want to do the lifestyle anymore. Yeah, she she no longer wanted to be uh, in a polyamorous relationship with me. So she wanted to be just with you. She uh, ultimately she wanted me to like leave my wife and be with her. Oh no, sis. Yeah. <laughs> She know that she knew that one good, but but if your wife said, "Hey, let's stop," what would you do at that point? Um, if if she wanted to stop, you know, I would I would ask her, you know, here like the, you know, what kind of bring this on there, or do you, you know, like does that really, the stop really mean stop, or you want to pause, or you want to just move differently there? I would just definitely hear her out there, but again, I don't, I don't think that would be the case, but if she really wanted me to, if she, you know, laid a whole case out there or whatever, which made a lot of sense and it, it sound equitable, I would, I would definitely um, put it down. It sound like it might be hard. She said, nah, I'm done. And you already balls deep in your girlfriend. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it would be. And, and again, like, I don't know a lot of people that just stop being like, say, because again, it's more, it's more than like an action. It's like, this is how you live and love, you know? Right. Mm. Well, I definitely enjoyed this talk. Like I said, you' gonna be my coach once I tiptoe in. I, I'm gonna put my big toe in the water first. Put your big toe in, you know. <laughs> yeah, put my big toe in. 
uh, tell your wife I said hello. She Absolutely. She is a, a queen to me because sis said, look, this is what I want. Is you with it or not? Yeah. She, you know, she kind of put so, it out there. She was brave, you know. I appreciate that brave. And she probably should have been on the call, too, because I had a couple of questions for her. But how, you said y'all been together since high school? Yep. So That's how did she know she was bisexual? Um, I mean, she's she was, you know, she, you know, she liked girls, you know, from 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 way back then. She told me, you know, you know, we weren't really, we weren't having threesomes like in in high school, like nothing like that. But she's always been interested and attracted to women here since the time she told me many times. But mm-hmm. we just didn't know like what's the outlet for that. You know what I'm saying? Like she wasn't. I don't think she would cheat on me here with with women like that. But like, you know, she never said that. And again, that whole like past, like that's like a different. Those are different people. Like that's like different J, different D. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I look at it as y'all grew into the lifestyle. Exactly, together. exactly. And that's what we say all the time that you know, we've been together since like we're kids and we grew up here. So it's a different type of flow with us than like maybe like a lot of people that haven't been together for like you know over a decade like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. we we giving each other space to kind of grow, make mistakes, and try to redeem ourselves. Come on, black love goals. Come on. Hey. <laughs> But thank so, you for taking time. You got some more questions, Lisa? I just had one question. I just wanted to take it back a little bit. So, speaking of the Red Table Talk, let's go back to when um, the whole Will and Jada situation. What was your take on that when she was in the entanglement? Like, a lot of people were coming down um, hard on her because it seems like she seemed like she was cheating on Will. Like, what was your take of the whole thing? Just your overview of it. I'm going to keep it a buck, right? Okay. This is what a lot of people here in my circle and the whole poly scene, right? We yes, think, give us the word on the poly scene. I'm telling you, <laughs> we think that was all a ploy. We think that Will and Jada have been in a non-monogamous relationship for a long time. We think they are poly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We think that, okay, so it's like this. Polyamory still isn't like, it's not frowned upon. It's not as acceptable, right? Mm-hmm. But it's way acceptable to cheat on your husband or wife and then come around here and then apologize and then get back together. That's more mm-hmm. simple. And it's sick like that, that you can like hurt your person, or whatever, you know, have, have a whole, you know, in the public situation, whatever, you know, that's more acceptable than like, Hey, you know, my husband allows me and I allow him to have other people in our lives here intimately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we think here that, you know what, Hey, let's just say I was, I got cheated on here you cheat on me, whatever. We're going to have this little situation. We were going through like a this. rough time. Yeah, because cause you hear about that all the time. You hear about people cheating on their wives and husbands all the time, their boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, you know, and like, again, that's very acceptable. If you just come back, whatever, hat in hand, I'm sorry I did this, and you know, and y'all either get back together or get divorced. Like, those are, that's very common, but it's very uncommon for them to like, no, I know. So, my... who do you think led who into the lifestyle, Will or Jada? Who do you think came to who and said, "This is how we. This is how I want the I relationship." I think it was Jada. It could be Jada. I, I, think, I think it was so. Jada too. I mean, like knowing I women, I know women. They have these feelings here, and they're they're probably on a different plane than like a lot of men, where they can kind of speak how they really feel. Well, a lot of guys, our ego, that whole you know, the ego factor, kind of play play a big part, but. Again, if will if, if that's how they if that's how they've been doing it, I fuck with real. We'll, we'll be, yeah, because like I, I see here like rumors in the past that they were swingers, mm-hmm. and I also heard that about um, Tisha Campbell and her husband. But I think he like dick now. So, <laughs> hey, 
yo, there. So it makes sense that Willow is now saying she's Polly right. because she watched her parents. Exactly. Yeah, I exactly. think so. I think maybe, and and I think maybe that it even did stem from some infidelity perhaps you know one of them got caught cheating and then mm-hmm. they came because the same of some of the same language that you use is what they were saying we don't own each other we're free we love each other we're never you know what i'm saying yeah. like that language is really like come on okay. lingo mm. <laughs> it's the lingo it's true i mean yeah uh, again, I, that's how I feel like, you know, the whole poly and the whole black poly scene, we think that that's just what they decide to say because that's easier for people to get. Like, oh, yeah, you just cheated. You know, y'all had a little situation, a little entanglement, whatever. We got a whole new word now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all had an entanglement <laughs> and shit. You know, okay, yeah, well, he forgave her. They good. They, they can move on. And then pretty much that whole story died, right? We don't right. get nothing about, you know, August. And, well, that, that, that's done. They moved on because it sounds like August wanted Jada to leave Will, so he, he came yeah. out and spoke. Yeah, and she's like, "I'm not leaving my husband." You knew <laughs> what it was. Yeah, mm. that's exactly what it was. Because a lot, you know, they were dragging the narrative that you know Will was the long-suffering husband, and he looked so distraught about it. I was like, "Bro, it's probably too no, he wasn't." Morning. He said he ain't had no sleep. That's why he looked like that. <laughs> yeah. Yo, but. He an actor. He like a world class actor. So again, they, they, I'm saying we don't think that shit was real at all. We mm. think that was like all made to get that to get on past. Cause I think maybe some shit, maybe some pictures came out, whatever. Some something leaked with that. So they had to address it. And again, that's easier to address. Like yeah, I cheated. You know, we went through that. We worked through things here. We're better now. And then Behind it's the pretty. Scene, and we'll probably like, why you bring this young ass nigga in? But but when the story here that you know, I guess like didn't didn't he live with them? Like he was in a house. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's mm-hmm. very much like on a poly side. Like you know, like that you know, like you know, we we had people here at the house like that. It, that's not like very. That's not uncommon. And that's right. Because again, like you, there know, were stories about him and one of Willow's friends or something like that. A little yeah, bit older yeah. than that. So. I just think that's that's probably the lifestyle that they live, you know, and it just kind of got leaked. So and and it got leaked, and they didn't really want to like they want to kind of get ahead of the story. And again, you know, people like they want to like they want to tell their side, you know, on their own terms, right? Which is totally normal. Like that that that's the right way to do. It. You want somebody here like put you out on blast, whatever. But it's like, hey, no, you don't really know the full context. But I feel, and a lot of us feel like. That's not the real story. The real story is that they probably are poly. They all mm-hmm. knew by each other. You know, maybe mm. uh, maybe homeboy got a little got maybe caught up here oh, differently okay. there. So I don't know, but I don't know them. But it just seemed like it just it didn't really pass the smell test in regard to the black poly community. <laughs> <laughs> so. Woo! Well, thank you for joining us, Jay. Uh, we learned a lot learn some lingo you know how it works um but yeah i'll holler at you though absolutely <laughs> okay we learned that monogamy sucks no we <laughs> no 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 me, i mean it works for some people let me, but... yeah, it let me say this works. here i'm also, joking me being a, a non-monogamous man and you know in my circle here we don't down monogamous people here like you know what at mm-hmm. the end of the day here whatever works for you and your partners a partner whatever whatever works for y'all hey do you because, again, like, we not out to, like, change nobody's mind. This is mm-hmm. a, hey, this is how we do it, right? Like, this well, is, like, another way. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sorry. And she, I know you're trying to wrap this up, but I'm just, I'm just all kinds of interested because what do you think about non-monogamous men? You hear what I said? Non-monogamous men getting women who are, or who subscribe to monogamy or that part non-monogamous men who want their woman to be monogamous because like, what he could do i could do better <laughs> period <laughs> period um i mean it's it's very tricky because again I, I was i was on an adverse when i was a non-monogamous trying to like have a monogamous girlfriend like we were together for like two years and it is ultimately you know it, it can and it, it ended up like dissolving it didn't really work out um it's tough. Like you probably need to stick around with who you who you who knows what what mm. it is. It makes it a lot easier. Like because mm-hmm. you can you go through. I got my damn heart broken, right? Because I really care for this person. We we spend a lot of time together. Um, and at the end of the day, she's like, "Nah, I can't do this no more. I'm done." And it's like, "Wait, what?" But I wouldn't, you know. So you kind of go through that when you're in the spaces here where they're not. You're not, you're not the same like mine, and that's where it is here. Like you know, non-monogamy here. It's a mindset, non-monogamous another mindset. If y'all but don't at really... the same time, that woman may be, like you said, programmed all these years yeah. to live a monogamous lifestyle, but then she comes across a man that doesn't live a monogamous lifestyle when he could probably just have that conversation with her. And she yeah. might be okay. Right. Hmm. Communication is key, y'all. Rules of nation. Communication is key. It's, um, you know, again, it's, it's very tricky. It takes, like, a person to, like, Number one, do some work with yourself. Like a lot of people here, they like jump into it and just like, you know, I want to have, you know, sex all the time. And it ain't like that. Like I ain't having buku sex like that. Like, I mean, it's really more talking on the phone, conversating, getting to know each other, make sure you're like taking care, make sure you're all accounted for, you know, because that, you know, sex is like probably maybe like 20%. Mm. Very small percent. Because I mean, you know, like again, People got different lives and schedules. You know, right now I'm in a whole other state. You know what I'm saying? And I'm actually talking to a young lady here. She's in Florida. So, like, you know, like, you know, it's we, you know, I'm going to see her this week. She's going to fly up here. But, like, but it's like the first time I've never met her or whatever. And, like, you know, I've been talking for like almost three months. Um, so it's just, it ain't, it ain't a bunch of sex, but we do know each other. We've kind of grown to, like, you know, have a lot of care for each other by just talking and just kind of getting to know each other more from here. And kind of see where things go. But I think a lot of TV and movies and shit, porno and shit has like people thinking it's just like a free-for-all. And it's very much not a free-for-all. So mm-hmm. it's not a limit or limitations to how many connections you make or how many girlfriends you have? Y'all just keep going? Um, The, the limits come to, to the individual. Like, like, again, a person like myself, like you might know what your limit is, right? Like, I don't know if I can have three girlfriends and a wife. Like, I don't think like, and, and I got, I got like a little three-year-old daughter. So like, I got a whole life and, and you got to like, you got to water these plants, right? You got, mm-hmm. you got to, you got to give them attention and love and sunlight and water and food. Like you have to, and you can't just have a girl or have a boyfriend, whatever. Like you need to spend time, whatever, whether it be face-to-face or phone calls or whatever right. it might be, you know, like if you're not willing to allot that time, maybe you shouldn't have, Ate a whole damn stable of chicks, right? <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And again, a, a, each person different. Like you gotta know here what your limits are and what you can maintain. And that's kind so of you like, do have a child. So being that you have a child, mm-hmm. like, what are you gonna? What are you and your wife planning on telling her about the lifestyle that you live? 
Um, will will whenever she's you know she's very young, but like you know when when she's like understands what it is, you know, like we'll we'll, we'll talk to her, um, mm-hmm. and kind of give her understanding here that she can kind of like grasp. Um, you know, she's um, yeah, again, she's very young, so it's it's different at like a three year old age. But like you know, I think kids they do understand people and um, you know, and how how the world works in their little young mind. But like, yeah, we we'll definitely we're not we wouldn't hide anything. We would. Kind of keep it in the in the sense where she understands what it is. Like you, as a parent, you better do that before the rest of the world does it for you. Right, and that, that's anything you know, sex, drug, anything going on in your life, whatever. You need to educate them here so they have a understanding here. And of course, you can keep it here, care friendly, or however they can understand it there. But you need to do that. Like it's your responsibility as a person, a parent, you know, doing whatever you're doing, right? Um, mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, I, we will definitely tell her about it when she understands it um, better, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, she just, you know, happy, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and getting love here from whoever, you know. Come on, little Willow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. But y'all have a beautiful situation, lifestyle, marriage over there. So, you know, y'all are goals for me. <laughs> okay, sound it sounds healthier than uh 90% of the marriages that um okay. yeah, it, that I hear about. It's tough. Because I'm sick of getting lied to and have to go slash a nigga tires, you know. Yeah, you know, you, 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 you don't need that stress. You don't need the drama, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just want somebody to keep it 100 with you, allow you yeah. to, to live and grow. Because, again, you know, we only hear, what was it, here for a short, uh, short time, you know. So, you you got to, like, just enjoy your time on, on this on this earth, you know. And with people here that actually you're talking to, um, mm-hmm. let, let me say something real quick. Let me, um, this is like about my growth. So like being polyamorous, being able to talk to other women, like traditionally a married man cannot talk to nobody else. Like, I mean, if you, it's like, if I'm talking to another woman here, I got a ring on and shit, whatever, I'm automatically looking like a damn cheater, right? Off top. Right. So being polyamorous has like allowed me to have a little more freedom here to just communicate because like, at the end of the day here, you know, it was like with the steel chopping steel, like we can learn from each other. It ain't always about sex and all and about this, whatever, you know, like I've learned here from a lot of women here about uh, multiple things here that I have like, you know, kind of uh, impacted my life, made me better. Um, so again, the polyamorous part there, that's a whole non-monogamy can grow people here in exponential ways here that can definitely be beneficial here in your whole life. Um, like from, exercise to food stuff i you know my ex she was vegan so i i got the experience like you know what a vegan 100% live like whatever eat food there travel mm-hmm. we, we travel all the all the place we spend time together um you know like books movies um fashion any, anything again like that your own individual one partner probably isn't into right right and it's not nothing knocking that person but it's like you know you know, life is for the living. So you can like, you can learn and be around people here that can teach you stuff. And, and ultimately here, you know, knowledge is power. You can, you, you learn shit from people here that, that you get to be around. Like right now here on a podcast, I'm learning like a lot here. The notion of me talking to to, to you two ladies here, which traditionally here, you know, like, why are you, why are you talking to women? You know, why are you doing that? Whatever. But I'm learning here about like, you know, two entrepreneurs, you know what I'm saying? That are, that are doing something here, special, a podcast and like how you guys are working in there. So, I mean, it's just so many ways here that non-monogamy can benefit many people in many ways, obviously than just having a whole bunch of pussy. Mm. Thank so. you very much for that dissertation. 
Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's what I probably want a cracker. <laughs> yes. We love an evolved man here at the Three yes. Piece Podcast. Snap, sure, snap. Sure. Damn Neanderthals we be talking to just ain't gonna get it. But anyway. <laughs> but thank you so much, Jay. Yeah, thank y'all. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, all right. All right, let y'all be good. Speaking of niggas with a bunch of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that that was an interesting conversation. We are gonna talk about a different kind of. Uh, so apparently, Blueface. It looks like he's a, he has a cult going on. Girl. A video surface where it was bunk beds in a home with a bunch of women getting tattoos, and he waking them up like, "Get up, time to get your face tat- tattooed. Time to get your neck tat." I was like, "What the fuck going on?" And they have to get Blueface, right? They Is that what they getting? His- Blueface? Yes. Tattoos? Wow, they getting branded. It's 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 exploitation at its finest because a lot of those girls you can tell, you know, they come from the street, come from the gutter, you know what I'm saying? This might be their only place to go. So mm-hmm. to keep their housing, of course they're gonna get the name tatted on them. It was very much so giving R. Kelly vibes. I don't see nothing. <laughs> but Blueface the next day said he's filming a TV show. Girl, and he said so. It's no different than what y'all saw on America's Next Top Model and the Bad Girls Club. It's a little different. It's a little different. Who gave this man a damn TV show? Girl, he's he is taking advantage of women. Y'all don't have to live like that. Y'all don't have to live like that. Now, y'all can't come over here, but see if y'all can call like some, a cousin or something. <laughs> and who put this nigga on the outside remix? <laughs> Was that really was that really the outside remix or did it or did they uh did they just put another song interpose it on top of uh a Mo three the Mo three Like beat? why would you redo the song and just put somebody else on? It looks messy. After all that happened last week yeah. with Rainwater and Spinning. Bobby Spinning the Black. With everything that happened last week, and then he he said, because I tagged him in it, he actually messaged me back and said, "Where the link? It ain't supposed to be out yet." No, we didn't ask for this shit. Who said that? Bobby said that he replied to my post when I tagged him, and Bobby. I said, "What the fuck is this shit?" He said, "Where the link? It ain't supposed to be out yet." <laughs> he finna report, <laughs> report, report, Bobby. Yeah. So so Rainwater said you shouldn't be performing the song from Mo Three. So you gonna take Mo Three off and put Blueface on? Right, like, is that what happened, or was he being messy and be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna put Blueface on it and release it." So last week we told y'all that uh, you know there was some little, it was some little rumblings in the streets about um, Rainwater and I guess Mo Three affiliates feeling some type of way that um, Bobby Bobby Billions was doing a song with Trap Boy. And I don't know how these two niggas got on um live with each other. Like, is this what we doing? I just don't understand what be going on in the streets these days. What happened to a nigga can't tell me what to do and if I catch him in the street trying to tell me what to do, I'm going <laughs> Right. Everything is social media now. I, why we, let's have- get on live. I'll be available too. Uh, <laughs> tag me on live. <laughs> and we gonna talk about we it. Talk about it. No, I don't <laughs> niggas you niggas want to talk y'all come to the three-piece all this chitter chatter that y'all be doing this shit is just not fucking gangster i don't i don't know who told y'all that shit was okay goofy then i'll be goofy but rainwater was like hey 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 man you hey you you a good kid you went to town viewing everything i said see rain why is he so messy girl why would you 
say that. Like, there, not that there's anything wrong with Townview. Shout out to Townview. You know what I'm saying? Ain't that the magnet school? It is. See, do you see what he's trying to say? Like, he was basically saying, you not no street nigga. Hey, hey, hey you a good kid. You went to Townview. It's plenty of street niggas that are, that are smart. Yeah. A lot of street niggas graduated. <laughs> <laughs> with honors. <laughs> Okay, they just didn't want to go to college. You know what I'm saying? They they chose to get it out the mud after they, you know what I'm saying? Do do your parents know you came from the trenches? (laughs) I'm from the trenches. (laughs) Your mama mama got that big ass house in DeSoto. You came from the trenches. Girl. (laughs) Now now them DeSoto and Duncanville thugs be killing me, sir. Your mama stay in this big ass 2,500 square feet house, boy. (laughs) You don't sit your ass down somewhere. Um, Steve Harvey again has uh, made some comments in regards to relationships and Mm -hmm. men and women. So Mm -hmm. what happened with that? Because I kind of missed that. So uh, old. this was actually an old clip surface. I don't know who's trying to take Steve Harvey down. I don't know who's doing that. Um, But an old clip surfaced of him saying that he doesn't have any female friends because basically, you know, a male friend is just waiting in the wings for there to be a slip slip up or a chink in your arm armor or for you to have a vulnerable moment. And when you do, they gonna slide on, on They're gonna fuck you. you. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna go ahead and slide. They gonna give you they gonna give you some sympathy, Dick. I feel bad for a little right. fuck up. Yeah, you, you wanna suck my dick or something? <laughs> I told you you shouldn't suck that nigga dick. Suck mine. <laughs> Pull my dick out with <laughs> Girl, he said basically that if you have a male friend, it is because you have made it clear that you want to be friends with him. Like he, you, you friends on him basically, and that's the only reason that y'all are friends. So, you know, apparently, you know, a one probably wants to have sex with us. Hey, one, a one emotion want to fuck me. <laughs> fuck on me. Tell him go fuck on me. Hey. Fuck on me. <laughs> I mean, that could, that could be true for some men, but all men ain't like that. Right. It, it's strictly friends with a lot of men and women sometimes. But So, I mean, I could see where you could be friends with a guy and then something happens in your relationship mm-hmm. and you already kind of have that friendship bond mm-hmm. with somebody because they always say be friends first before you... You know, mm-hmm. try to date somebody. So you gotta be friends first. So I can see where the friendship one day, you know, y'all vibing, drinking. Then, and so, then that's not. Then he was never your friend. <laughs> then he was never your friend. How many times have you been pissy ass drunk with Motion and A One? A many lot times, of times. And how many times have they tried to fuck you? Never. <laughs> <laughs> I done passed out at A One house plenty of times. <laughs> Like, no, if you having those type of feelings for a friend, then there was an attraction there. To me, there was an attraction there from the jump. Yeah. Mm, That could be true, too. I don't know. It's just so many factors into that. Right. I think. Or you could just be like uh, after the failed relationship and then you get to hanging out with your friend more and then somebody spark feelings and they be like, well, do you want to take it? This way, because I I've sat and watched a lot of people that have friends, male friends, date them, that. and I was like, damn, I just don't see myself dating none of my homeboys. I don't know how I feel about that because, like I said, don't come to me under the guise that you want to be my friend and you want to fuck on me. Like, no, we're not really friends. Then, like, we're not friends, right? 
you want you want to be a friend with a benefits or you want to or you yeah what is it called yeah, when y'all just fuck around fuck buddies yeah that's what you want and yeah. she cool no that's, that's not how that goes but i fuck on the side you know she right. down but if y'all have spent hours on the phone talking about you know deep conversations and deep connections and in the back of your mind you know you still wanted to be with this one then that's who he talking about mm-hmm. you're not talking about somebody who is genuinely a friend hey what's up I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because I've seen people, you know, convert f- homeboys to boyfriends. I've actually seen play cousins turn into boyfriends. Play cousins? Yes, you hoes is weird. That shit is weird as you fuck is to weird. me. I've seen play cousins turn into boyfriends. That's um, my play brother. That's- play brother and sister. Like, I'm like, yeah. I would never call nobody my bro my bro and it's back door and that'd be my boyfriend that yeah. that's weird that's why motherfuckers be going around saying you know if they call her mm-hmm. bro she fucking him right you know? no i don't know i don't know about none of that shit Mm-mm. if you my bro you my bro and that's that i don't want to dance with you i don't want you know what i'm saying even when you out in the club if that's your bro, your friend like that you don't then you don't throw your ass on your friend right that shit is weird as fuck to me that shit is weird it's fuck now, do you believe that if you had like a a one night situation with somebody that y'all could be friends after that? Like, oh, we had sex and then, you know, we just feel like it wasn't that. Then you can you be friends after that? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I've done that before. I don't know. I just feel like my pussy's too good and you're going to want to hit it again. Oh, yeah. They do try to come back, but I'm. <clears throat> See, then that's not. No, you can't do that. I think we should just strictly be friends. You we can't cool. do that. We cool. Have you ever had a uh, 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 a significant other or, you know, a boyfriend and he had, he had a girl, a, a, a girl that's a friend that's a girl um, that you had suspicions about? Like, nah, this bitch like you and I don't like her. Nah, I've never had no suspicions. So your boyfriends don't come with friends? Um, Back in the day, a lot of my boyfriends never really had homegirls like that. Mm. Later on in life, I got more cooler with guys. So anybody Mm -hmm. that I meet or potentially dating, I tell them, be like, look, I have a lot of male friends. So I'm just letting you know now. I ain't never fucked none of them. Mm You know, I don't get down like that. So I'm just letting you know. And then they say, well, I got, you know, sisters and homegirls mm-hmm. like that. And he was like, I don't look at them like that. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's common now mm-hmm. for opposite sex to have actually, to be, actually have platonic friendships. Yeah. I do think that it is up to the woman, however, to keep the boundaries established because. Come on, women empowerment. <laughs> Y'all initiating poly and <laughs> setting boundaries. Woo! Because, you know, like being an attractive woman, like he could come in as your friend and try to, you know, you know, elevate to something else. And you just be like, no, we're going to keep it right here. But if he Steve was right, you know, a lot of people just be arguing to argue. But in most cases, the nigga is right. Like you her friend because you can't fuck her. Like you her friend because you can't fuck on her because you can't be her girl. Other than that, you will fuck her. I'm just be a homeboy. Fuck it. Right, damn, she ain't going to give me no pussy. I just, <laughs> she cool, though. I still want to hang around her. Bitch, you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, but if she funny. ever give me the go-ahead. But I don't hang around with niggas like that. Niggas like that, like, that's a little bit snaky to me. I don't like snake niggas who, but, you know, all this time I have been. Ah, I hate I just, all this I time. I've been sitting back waiting on my chance. I didn't think you would ever look at me like that. So get the I've always cared for you. You know, I just stepped back. (laughs) 
you know how hard it was for me to watch you go through relationship after relationship after relationship. I knew that last nigga wasn't good for you. I knew it, but you but know, you know, I can't as a man. You was happy. I can't talk down on another nigga because you know what I'm saying. That's some bitch shit. I just gotta let you see. I was just hoping that you would see. See what? That you just and then he go you get in a relationship with him and then he cheat on you. See what? That you were just like the other niggas? He just wanted a piece of pussy, that's all. Y'all really gotta stop telling people what they want to hear. Like just just say you wanna Just have be sex. Polly. Just be Polly. <laughs> Polly want a cracker. I ain't gonna use Polly say, with some pussy. Listen. <laughs> I ain't gonna say Polly or nothing mm. like that, but just be honest. Like, be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please. So, so a nigga, so she would know. Like, okay, if given the opportunity, he would fuck me. I mean, just come, just tell her that. Just tell her that. Yeah. Now, if you're dealing with somebody like me, and this, which is why niggas probably won't be honest, then I won't be your friend like that. I just see you when I see you, but all this talking and hanging out. No, we're not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, well, Mendeecees was very honest with Yandy <laughs> on what is that marriage boot camp honesty, they were on? Honesty is the best. But no, that was uh, love and hip hop couples therapy. Couples therapy. So that's uh, basically all the couple, the um, dysfunctional couples within the love and hip hop <laughs> franchise. Ray J and <laughs> Ray J and Princess Nam on there. Why are they even on there? I thought they was divorced. No, you know uh, they done called the divorce off at this girl, point. Girl, Princess don't know what she wants. Ray J needs to just say he want to be Polly. <laughs> Polly wants some pussy. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um. So what happened on that on Love and Hip Hop Couples? Basically, you know, they were in the, you know, the come to Jesus circle, you know, talking and being honest about things that may be, um, you know, a problem in their relationship or causing problems for them. And, you know, so she brought up the fact that, you know, she had held him down and um, a lot of people were telling her that's probably not what you want to do, sis. And, you know, they would ask her, would he do the same for her? Like, would he in return hold her down? And, you know, without consulting with him and not asking him, <laughs> she said, yeah, he would. Of course he would. That's my man. And I he love him. He don't do for me like I do for him. Period. We, uh, we are in love. We got a family. Mm. So, you know, she put the ball in Mandisa's court and asked him, you know, if the roles were reversed, would you hold me down? And the nigga said, uh. Nigga said, <laughs> Rub them knees. Well, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to do that. I, I, don't, I, I really don't know what I would do. I said, oh, man. Well, Andy serves you right. That's all, I, that's all I had to say today. Serves you right because he ended up saying it like, but it's true. Didn't nobody tell you to hold him down without that, without that, com- you know, without that conversation. I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you two things you never trust. A nigga going in jail and a nigga in jail because they're going to feed you. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna feed you dreams like all. So bitch. were they? So were they on the phone? They could have been on the phone, and she, he could have told her, be like, "Hey, you know, I hear you out here doing X, Y, and Z. You ain't got to do all that." Did they ever have that conversation? Because Yandy ass was at every fucking protest, <laughs> and I know he knew that shit. So at what point do you tell her, 
Like, man, my, my wife going too hard for me. Hey, Yandy, why don't you just chill out just for a little bit? No, he didn't tell her that. What man is going to tell you not to be there for him while he's in jail? <laughs> what man going to tell you that? What man going to tell you don't send him pictures? And- he said Yandy would go days without talking to him when he was in jail. So she how often? She picked up the phone every day. Now, Mandisa's, come on now. He said she he was mad because she wouldn't write him back. And she was like, but I talk to you every day. Mm-hmm. A nigga's and, never satisfied. I swear. Never. And, and do she have to talk to your motherfucking ass every day? Because if she, because if you was out of jail, would she talk to? I'm sure y'all would have been in some type of argument where you didn't talk for 24 hours. Why I gotta talk to you every right. day while you in jail? My boyfriend had went to jail a long time ago. It was over some tickets, some dumb shit. He had a bunch of tickets, so he was in jail like a month. Mm-hmm. And he would call me on Thursdays and Saturdays, and he would write me mm. probably like twice a week. Like that. Like, I ain't got to talk to you every day. Did you write back? Yeah, I wrote back. Man, sir, and he was gone a month? Just a month. Look, no. I hold my nigga down for 30 days. After 30 days, that's too long. <laughs> no, like, absolutely <laughs> the fuck not. I'm not finna sit up here and write no letters. Yeah, that was probably letters. before they had the little email system. Yeah, that was way before that. Yeah, that, you got to really write. And mm-hmm. then they be writing you three and And four I would pages. see him once a week. I would see him on Saturdays. Girl, so one day I went up there. It was another bitch up there, and I got mad to see him. Yes, girl. When I had got to the when I got up to the thing, the check in, and uh, they I told him his name. They said, "Oh, he already got a visitor." I said, a "Visitor." It's my day. Right, bitch. I walked by, and he had came out, and it was a girl at the window, and I said, "Fuck." you he called me later on that night he talking about that that's my baby mama i didn't know she was coming up here today you didn't know bitch you gotta put him on the goddamn list she didn't pop up and they let her through this ain't you ain't in the hospital nigga right he's in room 410 no bitch you in cell 3b (laughs) come on cb4 (laughs) yeah you got to get people approved nigga you Mm. is lying yeah so I was like, yeah, I'm done with Girl, that. How you get played by a nigga in jail? Got played by a nigga in jail. <laughs> I said, he got a visitor. Who? Who is this motherfucker? <laughs> I got key every motherfucking car out there in this motherfucker. <laughs> I put everybody call motherfucking flat right now. Bitch got me traveling out here to see his motherfucking ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but he was in county, so you didn't have to yeah. drive far. Yeah. Okay. He was at Loose Theory. Oh, okay, bitch. I'm going to say, you drove to Lubbock. Now now we both in jail. See, no, uh uh. But how long, if you like, like, you know, you in a relationship, whatever, y'all married, how long you gonna hold them down? I mean, ain't that what you signed up for? When you marry, it depends on who you marry. Did you marry a street dope boy? Then, yeah, that's what the fuck you signed up for. Yeah, that's a possibility. I mean, that's what then, even with a regular degla ass nigga. Nah, I'm not expecting no regular degla ass nigga. Lose, if he take care of home, if he, he, if he take care of home and all of a sudden, boom, he lose his job, you got to hold him down. You got to take care of the responsibilities. A lot of women ain't going to do that. Now, wait a minute now, because he still got responsibilities, even if you lost if his, your job. If his income is, like, cut in half. Right. Well, then you have to make adjustments. It's your adjustment. to step up. It's, you got to step up, yes, but you have to make adjustments, but he don't get to just skate. 
around his oh, no, no, he can just sit. He's sitting on his ass. Baby, like look, if, like if he took, a job. if he took care of all the bills in the home, and then he loses his job, and his income is cut in half, he probably get half of what he was getting right. by unemployment. Then, then at that point, you would have to step up. But a lot, you, a lot of women have a problem with that. Right. I mean, uh, I think 90% of women going to have a problem with it. But if he that's if he was holding it down. But if y'all are in a structure where both of y'all going 50 50 and it does take a collaborative effort to keep this house going, then him not pulling his weight is going to put a strain on you. So you still he still got to do something. I don't give a fuck. Like, regardless, you lost your job. Go find another one. Mm-hmm. You got to do something. But what if he can't find a job quick, fast, in a hurry? Well, again, you making you have to make adjustments in the household. But a man so should he, never he could play put, the he could play the Hulu bill and the Netflix, right? Or something. <laughs> she cook, clean up the house. I mean, he's getting some income. I ain't say he ain't getting no income and paying for shit. But that's what I'm saying. He's cut so in it half. It's to, significantly a big difference in his income. Right, now. It might have to flip. Where if, if you was just paying little yang 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 bills, he might have to pay the little yang 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 bills, and, and you, you might do have the to bigger hold ones. The, yeah. You don't have the mortgage down. That's not no problem. But a nigga be like. Dead broke on his ass. Come on, my nigga. That's not what a man does. You gotta hold him down. Come on, this ain't for Moray said his wife held him down when he had shit. He was, he said I'm, I was a bum ass nigga. Ooh. He was he said I'm he said I'm surprised she didn't leave me. Right. But she she stayed there with me and she believed in me. Mm. Mm. Well, they probably the rent probably wasn't that much. <laughs> Shit was four hundred dollars. Right, it's easy to hold a nigga down in a <laughs> in a apartment. In a section eight. Right, how, how long ago was this that she was so you you talking about two thousand ten prices when you know you could find you a two bedroom? Now I want to say because his song just blew up, so he's speaking in the past two years. Mm. Well, like I said, you know, if she have to, you know, step up and do the majority till he can do it again, that shouldn't be no problem for you. But I just don't. I I can't fathom no nigga it's a hundred ways to go get some money you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying tell one of your niggas to put you on the street uh uber it's not no excuse uber, only fans lift come on only fans <laughs> sell that dick on the only fans down there to the only to the yeah. of game wait some tables i heard the tips is good bartending tips is good like you got the you got to put your pride aside and that's what being to me that's what being a man is about but we're not here nor there. Yeah, what I'm yeah, saying, a lot of a lot of men not gonna put their pride to the side. That's another right. thing. I'm too. not finna go do no Uber driving. What if I had to pick up somebody I know? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, "What's up, my nigga? Give me five stars, right? Like <laughs> the fuck you got to do that? Mm. I'm not finna go. I'm not finna go work in no Taco Bell. Mm. Like mm. I don't know what to tell you. Tell me, keep you in the back. <laughs> 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 you can work the night shift. You got to. You got to. Now my niggas leaving the club. They come. They like to get burrito supremes when they Child. leave the club. But the alternative is you sitting here all day doing, doing nothing. nothing. I am doing something. I'm looking for a job. Nah. Okay. See, mm, you ain't yeah. looking hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, funny. But um, I think that it's. First and foremost, there's only one papoose. There's only one papoose. Like, there may have been niggas who held down um, a, a woman when she went to jail, but it ain't too many. It ain't too many. None. Even if he holds you down, 
you know, what I'm saying is he comes see you. He makes sure money stay on your books. And, you know, you have enough money to for them to put the pencils in your head so you can get the roller set. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they do it in jail. And, you know, I just know on Orange is the New Black, they had a whole beauty shop. I said, this shit is unrealistic. They doing her in the jail. <laughs> Makeup, all that shit. Yeah, right. You know, get you some crayons and melt them so they can put your eyeshadow on and shit. He holding you down, sis. Even if he's doing that, I think he, you probably got a year, maybe nine, I say nine months to a year before he fucking somebody else on the outside. And I think Papu said he waited for her. Yeah, he said he, he waited. Said he, he didn't fuck off. He waited. And, um, somebody would have came out the woodworks at this point. I don't care if it was somebody you had hired or what. Somebody, you know, somebody would have came out the woodworks, but... In Papoose's defense, who gonna cheat on Remy Ma? She gonna get out and shoot you and go right back <laughs> in jail. She don't get no damn about no doing no time, nigga. Man, my bitch is crazy. Right. I ain't even finna go there. You're right. I ain't even finna put your life in jeopardy like, sis, <laughs> my wife will kill me and you and, and gladly do both charges. So I'm not finna mess with nobody. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Stop playing. <laughs> she held him. He held her down. What seven winners and six summers or whatever that lame ass title of the album was gonna be when she got out. Seven summers and six winners or how, however it went. He waited for her. The average man not gonna do it. Not gonna do so it. So basically, Yandy is um, if doing too much was a person. <laughs> Girl, ride or die. I need a ride or die, bitch. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. Now I feel like the longest. It depends. Like. What was the lifestyle that me and you had before you went in? Were we married? You know what I'm saying? Because mm. if you was hanging on by a thread before we you went in, no. But like, what do, what do they mean by holding down? Like, meaning the way she was out protesting, did she expect Mandisi to do that, or was it the writing, putting extra money on commissary, coming to see holding him often? Holding down basically means standing by them when they're in jail, you know, letting it be known okay. that this is my man, he in jail, but we together, you being there for him, you putting money on his books, and you not giving his pussy away, basically. So it, after you said all that, now I'm looking at Mandisi's like, if Yandy go to jail, he going to fuck another bitch in two weeks. Yeah. He ain't going to go see her. He definitely ain't going to write her. You talking about writing? Like, that's what <laughs> niggas be killing me at. No, no, Them because. in jail, but No, because. Y'all I, have I know, shit else to do. I know a lot of niggas have been to jail, and they say they really do appreciate them letters. Exactly. They said it's different from bored. phone calls. And then they like the way it smelled. They like for you to send pictures. Like when my cousin uh, went to jail. Uh, I sent him just whatever I did when I went on vacations, me and my friends out. He just wanted to see the outside free world. Right. They just like random pictures and letters to, to make sure you remember them and thinking about see, them. And then it'd be the audacity for me again for them niggas. Like the world didn't stop for us out here. It stopped <laughs> for you because you did something bad. Mm-hmm. You can't expect motherfuckers. Now, to- my cousin didn't do anything. Well, he still has nothing that he was charged with and spent 12 years in jail. Girl, he didn't get no charge? No charge. They held him trying to pin something on him, and they couldn't. And Is he, he suing? And he was in jail for 12 years. He got to be suing, though, because that's against that's some against constitutional right. I don't know what he doing. But Everybody got um uh, the right to a speedy trial. 12 was, years ain't shit. For it was some he say, she say shit. And then he's very known where he lives, and they were trying to pin some things on him. And he told my mama, he said, I've done a lot of things, but the stuff that they trying to say I did, I, I really did not do. Mm. 
Now it sounds like he need to get him a lawyer. I think he just gonna leave it alone. Cause this twelve time. years. That's a lot. That's a lot of your life. Twelve. He, yeah, years he ago. went. To, yeah, he went to jail when his son was a baby. His son is thir- thirteen now. Man, so hell no. Did he have a, a wife or a girlfriend? Was she? Yeah, he him? had a girlfriend. She held him down for a long Ooh. time, and he told her, "You don't have to wait for me." He told her that. He said, "You don't have to wait for me." She was. She made sure his cards was put up. She took care of all the bills. She stacked money to the side. So when he did get out, he had money. So when he got out, all that money was ready for him. But um, he told her, he said, you don't have to wait for me. And she still, for a couple of years, still did it. And then eventually she she took what he said and she moved on. She got another boyfriend. Mm. She's, I think she might still be with that nigga to mm. this day. But, but, he, but she was able to still give him like something when he got out of jail? Yeah, so the, her, her current man, um, he understands that type of relationship. Mm-hmm. Like she was there. He went to jail when their baby was real little. She held it down. So whatever he needs, she makes sure he got it. Mm. See, women will do that. I don't know too many men will like who will do that. Keep it consistent. Come see you. Like you got to be married. Like you probably almost have to have be taking a charge for their ass. Like you in there because <laughs> of him, basically. Yeah. Because I don't see no man doing it for no long period of time. But women, we're going to take them trips and we're going to pack up the kids and all this type shit, child. <laughs> I don't know. I, and I don't know. I mean, I, I think for me, it depends on how much time you serve in as far as yeah. what I'm willing to do. Five years after anything after five. You on your own, buddy. <laughs> Because or, or we have to have a conversation or understanding that, you know what? When you get out, we'll be back together. Everything going to be, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, copacetic. But in the meantime, in between time, I'm going to do, do me. I'm going to do me. And I, if I was going to jail, I would tell my dude that, like, listen, you a man. Like, I know you're going to be fucking. Hopefully, you know, you don't get no, um, you know, get into a situation where you have feelings for this person. But even if you, after a certain uh, amount of time you fucking on somebody you can't help but to have feelings for this person mm-hmm. so you said t- that's a risk you taking you know you tell a nigga to do him just keep that shit cute keep it clean you get out he in a relationship he engaged he got babies and shit like damn i was just gone two years how you got three kids <laughs> <laughs> three kids three Back to back to back. God damn, nigga! I said be free. I didn't say you know be reckless. <laughs> so, ladies, you know, holding these niggas down. I don't know. You might have to re- it's reevaluate. A, it's a risk. You going? It's a risk. <laughs> what uh? What Jay say? It's a risk to every you know every factor in life. It's a mm-hmm. risk that you holding it down because you might you know be holding it down for a nigga who was gay for the stay. <laughs> you might be holding it down for a nigga who was taking it up the ass I mean cause even girl. if you have a conversation about it just randomly one day be like baby if I went to jail would you hold me down and then you ask him and he be like yeah a nigga gonna say anything and that's kind of what Mendeecees came back and said he said y'all I didn't want to say what y'all thought I was, was the right thing to say which mm-hmm. was yeah I hold you down but so are you gonna do it or not right because <laughs> before y'all went to, before you went to jail y'all had this whole fake ass ceremony you know what I'm saying where y'all act like y'all was getting married and didn't and didn't sign no marriage license so y'all just had a ceremony 
Like, why do all that? I think you did all that to put in that girl's head that this is the thing that you should do. You fucked her. It's a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. It was a mind fuck. You give her this. You 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 got two, but y'all had two babies at this point by each other. She been doing everything for your oldest child, and then you give her this ring. No, that was the most selfish shit. So now that you, now that I think back about it, man, this is you ain't shit. You gonna get this girl a ring. <laughs> Knowing goddamn well in a couple months you you finna have to turn yourself in, do this fake ass ceremony, but say, hey, let's not sign the paperwork because I don't want my baby mama's coming after you for child support. Mm. You never, y'all, so y'all was not, so you in there holding down a nigga that you really not even married to. Facts. The, ga- the gag is, y'all not Facts. even fucking married. And you was carrying on on love and hip hop like you had won the prize. My man, my husband, we this, we the girl. That's not even your husband. <laughs> According to the paper. So if you're married, like been going around on social media yesterday, girl, is marriage a piece of paper? Apparently, they think marriage is a piece of paper. Mm, I, I, you can be common law married. Apparently, it's not to um to Yandy because she was doing it her wifely duties. Well, common law. And you get out of this nigga for this nigga to turn around and tell you he don't know if he would have held it down. <laughs> what? Know what you would do in this situation? Is you going to do it or not? If you can't hold her down like she hold you down, then why are you even fucking together? Exactly. Yandy, drop that zero and get you a hero, period. Yeah, but now you know, you know what I'm saying? Cluttered up your uterus with two of his kids. <laughs> and this nigga talk about he don't know if he could, he could hold you down. What? I'm sorry, but that's a bum-ass nigga. Right. You should have never bought him the burgers in the vending machine. You didn't hear I bought you some crackers, nigga. I wanted the burger that they wanted the hot dog. I don't give a damn. I got you these crackers. Like, that's how, that's the treatment that he should have got. She down there yelling and screaming to the top of her lungs because they ain't got no hot water in the prison. What? Mm. She didn't went to jail and everything. And the nigga would have told her, be strong, baby. You might get, I'm, um, get you some of them feminine wipes where you can wash off so you don't have to take them cold ass showers. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Girl, look, I don't know. Like I said, nigga got five good years out of me. Five. That's it. You you got, and even in the five, I can't promise you. Like, I'm not out here living life, bitch. Life is too short for to be holding a nigga down in jail. That's why you gotta be Polly. Go live your life, Yandy. <laughs> Go get your boyfriend. Mendeecee's gonna have to be okay with it. I'm for real. Like, 20... And, and a nigga... I done seen women come out and say they waited for a nigga 25 years. 25 years. When when y'all... When he went in, y'all were 25. You getting out. This, this man is... You 50 years old? Hell no. What? Hell no, nah. sis, move on. Mm 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 I can't deal with it now. Uh, Joe Budden podcast. Okay. Uh, his little friends finally came back. They kissed and made up a little bit. Yeah. Right after I said, I don't think they, I don't think they coming back. Well, they popped up. I said, "What is this? What so, is this, honey?" Uh, I did tune in. Um, Joe Budden. Uh, he lacks accountability for Girl. anything like the audacity of him like <laughs> i think at one point um uh, was over it but Maul was over which, which is why i don't understand his re-entering the show because the nigga was over it before they even got into it mm-hmm. 
So, you know, backstory um, for those who don't know, um, there was a slight misunderstanding, some tension between Joe and uh, his co-host and Rory every week, you know, was escalating um, <laughs> to, to, to basically trying to get into a fight with Joe, basically. You know? <laughs> That's what the nigga wanted. He wanted he wanted the smoke. Right. He wanted some smoke. <laughs> he wanted to fight. He was mad about some things. You know, we didn't get into the things that he was mad about, but. Um, Joe then told him, you know, hey, you know, you take a couple pies off. So that's what we knew from the jump, you know. And I told, and when it first came out, I said Joe had the right to do that. Joe, why would he not? Like, if you know, she to come to the show, like, cause bitch, I fight you right now. I'm like, oh, girl, wait a minute, wait, time the fuck out. Take, take a couple of Sundays off, Sheeta. <laughs> going on because you got some more shit going on go to glorious next week don't come to renisa's <laughs> <laughs> do not come to nisa's you gonna you go straight to glorious and you know what i'm saying get a meltdown or something and handle that but what i you know what we did know at the time was that he kind of the way the way in which he did it there's a way to do everything you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying but um it's it's how you do it. So he was like, "Hey, took take a couple piles off." And I guess Rory asked for, um, you know, clarification. Like, what you mean? Are we taking some time off? Look, you know, it's the it's the vacation. We on vacation, and Joe just sent back the exclamation points. Like, basically, bitch, I said what I said. Take off. But Rory and Ma was making it seem like it was said that they weren't recording at all, including Joe. Like, everybody was taking a break because there was some tension and some shit going on. So, mm. like, fuck it, we gonna see what's going on and then we'll regroup. But mm. they were surprised that Joe was still recording. They was like, wait a minute. This ain't what we talked about. See, now that's the part where I don't think, I don't think it was. I think that they did not know that Joe was going, especially Maul, because after what was said, after he told Rory to take some time off, he go back and tell Maul, hey, I don't uh I told Rory to take some time off. So Maul took offense to it and asked, How you gonna do that? And he was like, It's not your business what I do with the show, basically. Ooh, he said it wasn't your business. Ooh. <laughs> Fighting words. So they got into it. So I think Maul assumed in his mind, like, well, I'm not coming either. And you know, from whatever their exchange was, I think he assumed that it was gonna stop until they figured it out. Mm. Joe said, Hell no. <laughs> we he said we have employees keeping strong don't you let them steal you wrong it's a groove thing <laughs> joe said we have employees people gotta get paid people got bills girl he said y'all don't two monkeys don't stop this show <laughs> okay that nigga brought ice and ish Mm-mm. and kevin samuels and, dumbass and got it popping <laughs> for a few weeks you know um so yeah to me it seemed like rory was more so sitting there eating his food. Like, he was just like, yeah, well, you know, I probably shouldn't have done that. You know, he just was seeming a little bit, like, not scary, but just, like, he realized that he had fucked up. Mm. And Ma was over there like, I ain't did shit. I know I wasn't wrong. (laughs) Like I said, because at one point, there were three people on the show. So, if Sheeta and the other girl got into it, you know what I'm saying, and Sheeta just... Went over my head or behind my back and was like, yeah. And then she come back and say, yeah, I told the bitch don't come no more. I'm like, well, damn, she, that, sh- that probably should have been, a- that been a conversation for everybody. Like, why was it like, why? It ain't you- your business. Oh, okay. Uh, 
I'll tell you what it is. Yeah. Um, come get this shit. It's going to be on the porch. You do what the mm. fuck you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't going to talk to me crazy. <laughs> so I kind of can see and understand Miles' disposition. Like, no. And, but everybody else is saying, like, well, y'all let the nigga name it the Joe Budden podcast. So it kind of looks like he has the right to pull rank if he wants to. Mm-hmm. Where y'all, they are looking at it like this is something that we built. This is our show. Joe was like, not so much. Um, it's my show. I call the shots and you niggas just, you know, are here and you can be replaced. Yeah. So if that's how he feel, definitely a conversation was never had about you know, everyone's role on the Joe Budden podcast. Right. He didn't, he, he, like you say, he wasn't taking any accountability. He kept on switching his, you know, his argument first. He was like, you know, this is business. Okay. Well, if it's business, then you have to handle it a certain type of way. Right. You have to go through a specific chain of commands Mm -hmm. and then you turn around and tell Maul, well, you should never take Rory's side. That sound like that's friendship. That sound like you talking about you're my friend. You knew me before him. You shouldn't be taking his side. So is it business or is it friendship? Like you can't play both mm. sides. That's that was my problem with Joe. Mm. And then for him to be acting like they abandoned it when you told you told Rory not to come. You said that <laughs> it was you. You told him not to come. Then why can you niggas abandon your job for six weeks? Sir, you told him not to you come. You told ahead. him not to come. So that's and then you got into it with Ma, and Ma was like, "Fuck this shit." But now it's you abandoned y'all's job. Come on, now you cannot say them boys abandoned their job, girl. But it was when Joe said uh, he would give strangers respect more than he would them. Yeah, I would I would have got up at that point. Yeah, you know, fuck the pod. I'm gone. Right. Oh, he was like, you niggas act like I owe you some. I have a problem with that word. Oh, what you do owe your friends respect. That's everybody in America. Yeah, I can. I don't go around disrespecting my right. friends. I was so loud. I turned around. I said, "What this nigga just say?" I said, "Hell nah. Get y'all get the fuck up and leave." <laughs> Make this shit interesting. Get up and leave. Get your coat. Get your shoes. He done changed around the seating order and shit. I was ready for Ma to swing his feet up out that stool. He's like, all right, (laughs) come on, Roy, let's go. Girl, that nigga was tweedling his thumbs the whole time. Digging in his nails like, um, it's three hours up yet. Right. Ain't gonna tell me, (laughs) Joe, well, well, y'all was laughing when I had went to Jay-Z and tried to tell him the grievances that I had with him and he told me so what? Y'all laughed in my face. He's like, nigga, Jay-Z, it's not your friend <laughs> what fucking point are you trying to make right now like i didn't get it i totally get joe keeping the show going getting the scabs you know the scabs are the people who <laughs> break the picket line getting scabs to take over in the show now Ma was wrong for that like Ma, now damn it you can't tell him to stop the show what what he got people to pay what are you gonna mm-hmm. do y'all thought y'all were gonna um uh don't mind me. I just hit all three of my goals on my watch. Y'all. Hey. hey. <laughs> but what you wanted to do, you wanted to shut down production. Like, it was basically a lot of egos in the room. Mm-hmm. Except for Rory. Like, Rory seemed like he knew where he went wrong. Let me go. Let me show you where you had me fucked up right here when you had said <laughs> The third time when you had told me that, you know what I'm saying, you was going to fight me, that's where you had me fucked up. <laughs> so he had a he had a different disposition than Maul. 
Um, Parks on the outside just sounding dumb as fuck. Well, well, yeah. Well, well, no. Well, well, yeah. I'm like, shut up, Parks. You don't have shit to add to this shit. Like, you're not even adding nothing to the conversation, bro. Well, yeah, I can see how you feel that way. Oh, yeah, well, Mom, I can see how... Just, just don't ask Parks shit else right now. Because he about to make me come over there and chin check his bitch ass. He, like, he, was, he was more on Joe's side, really. About keeping the thing going? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but with he, everything, really, he was he was trying to be the mediator, but I felt like he was more on Joe's side. But he had already said when they first left, like, "Yeah, Joe, those were fighting words." What you said, remember when he was in the background when they first left? It was the mm-hmm. first show without them, and he was just like, "Yeah, you had to ten- you took it too far. You poured salt in the open room. You didn't have to say all that stuff." <laughs> <laughs> oh, what he said to mom. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. I want, what did he say to Mal exactly besides the it ain't your business I think because apparently was, it was a whole conversation they said they was in the backyard they was like yeah remember when we went in the backyard right. I y'all said was what was saying in the backyard y'all was gonna scrap and throw down <laughs> he's like you know my character because we stayed together 10 years I don't give a damn and that's another damn thing with, with, with the people from your, your from your past or your older friends thinking you ain't supposed to tell them about themselves. bitch if you're wrong you're wrong I'm gonna tell you you're wrong now, I might not tell you in front of everybody else. I might not tell you in front of your friend. But when I tell you, be like, girl, now that was wrong. You didn't really have to say that. That was kind of harsh. <laughs> Joe wants somebody Damn, who just going to. bitch. You had to say that. You said she was bald-headed. <laughs> <laughs> now, you didn't have to bring her edges into this shit, Sheeta. Yeah, but Ma, I mean, he was just like, you don't, you couldn't, you can't take Rory's side. Why can't he take Rory's side on anything? Him and Rory friends just like y'all friends at this Mm -hmm. point. They out here doing Duce Palooza together. Why he can't take his side? Why he can't tell you that you're wrong? Because you're a narcissist. Oh, a narcissist. They can't admit when they wrong. They don't like to be wrong. Hmm. Mm. Mm-mm. It was a lot of ammunition for Charlemagne. He was laughing at him on his show. <laughs> it wasn't so much Charlemagne. It was more so the um, Andrew Schultz guy, the white guy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Charlemagne was doing that annoying ass laugh. <laughs> like, <laughs> when he moved his shoulders. Yes. <laughs> I said, boy, Mom probably going to catch you somewhere down bad in the streets and beat your ass. Cause <laughs> <laughs> it's turmoil over the JBP. <laughs> be laughing harder than a bitch <laughs> girl stomping his feet he be laughing harder than us i'm like should nobody laugh harder than us <laughs> yeah. that nigga be rolling uh new 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 music dj college album you know what um yeah the only thing that i listened to on the album was um Cardi's song and you know Sorry Not Sorry by Jay and Nas the uh, the rest of that shit I just was not interested I like the one song with Bryson Tiller but who he was matched oh okay I didn't listen to that one I might have to go back and listen to that one because it just seemed like he was just throwing anybody in from anywhere Post Malone, Meg the Stallion, the baby like why are you throwing all these people on these songs? Like, this shit don't even sound like it's going to be a hit. Justin Bieber, Justin Timberlake, you burn a boy. Like, I, it's too much. And let me see what Cardi's talking going about. On. Did you listen to Cardi's song? Uh, yeah. Big, 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 paper. Uh, I didn't like it. You didn't like it? I didn't like it. What you didn't like about it's it? It's just, 
I didn't like her flow. It was something about her flow. See, well, you know, that's she's she was rhyming like she was. That was some up north New York type shit. So is that people, what that was? Yeah. Oh, so she said, "I'm gonna bring bring it back home See, on this that's one." That's what I'm talking about. Now they tell the people to change their flows, <laughs> and when she goes, like, "Okay, let me give y'all something different," I wish Cardi. I'm, stopped- I'm just used to the bop, Cardi. Cardi, <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you can't fuck with me if you want yeah, to. Yeah, no, this one she sound like she was somewhere standing in some Timberlands on the corner <laughs> with a do rag on, with a New York hat <laughs> in front of the bodega. <laughs> <laughs> but um it was a lot of you know i guess she wanted the people to know that she wrote sis said she wrote her own barras i wrote my own barras and i was side-eyeing her because one particular bar in particular said still push uh, still no still push clips if you talking malice or something to me i said now wait a minute because y'all know the clips mm-hmm. is a group and it consists of push a t and they call them push and malice Cardi, you know you didn't write this. You know you didn't write that. Oh no, she could have, girl. I mean, it's not hard to you know. Put she that said together. she had forty eight hours to write it though, unless you were sitting on that bar and said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go ahead and put it in." This yeah, song. she probably had it in her archives. Be like, I'm gonna use this for something. And still push clips if you're talking to Malice. I'm like, um, I don't know who wrote this. This. <laughs> It wasn't quite, it wasn't giving me partisan Fontaine either. So I was just like, who wrote this for her? But sis said she wrote her own bars. Something about it sounds uh, uh, offbeat to me. And I really want mm. Cardi to go get her hearing checked. Because when she was performing at the Grammy, she was off. Really? She was a half a second behind. It just be like, catch up. No, you just a, you just a half a second behind, sis. Mm. I seen that rapper Cupcake talking about the beat be beating y'all ass, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the beat be beating out. And then everybody was like, she did good. And they was like, how y'all know she talking about Cardi? I'm like, if you listen to the song, sis, it's clearly a half of like, it's just uh, out. Mm-hmm. And then they tried to chop up or use the the bounce effect. Big, big, big paper. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't like big, that. Big, 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 like, no, who chopped it? Did you chop it yourself too? <laughs> Give me some chopping screws. Right, please. sis said, uh, I wrote the bars, recorded it, and engineered it myself. Don't do that shit no more, Cardi. You was offbeat. And, mm. um, other than that, oh, everybody was talking about the sorry, not sorry. Did you listen to that one? Sorry, not sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah I did listen Jay-Z to sorry, not sorry. Yeah. That one was cool. All right. They just reminded us how poor we are. I was just like, God damn, I'm poor. I'm poor. Mm. Um, And then, of course, my dog, Maury, he dropped his uh, album. What was his album called? Churching in the Streets. Sermon something. Sermon. Street sermons. Make sure you're not church in the streets. That was Jeezy. Moray dropped his mixtape, uh, Street Sermons. Go check that out. I do like Moray, so y'all show him a little support. Uh, also some local love, Dallas, Texas. Um, Bless Center. Oh, he dropped. He dropped um an EP called Four Piece. You remember when Shy posted that picture? Of the Williams chicken and his fiance, and people were stealing the picture uh-huh. and reposting it. Uh, Shy let him use it for his uh, oh, for his EP artwork. Oh, 
with the Williams chicken and the the skyline. I think it was Dallas. Is it skyline to Dallas? Is that Dallas? It, it may be. And it's probably not the skyline, but he's in Dallas mm-hmm. at a, on the rooftop at a hotel. So he let him use it. So the name of his EP oh, is um, Four Piece. Four Piece. I tried to listen to it on the way here. Chad, you he wanted to name it Three Piece, but then he knew he we would probably sue him. So. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to listen to it on the way here, but I, apparently he has two different Spotify pages and I was uh-huh. spelling it wrong. So his other Spotify is blessed and in center is S I N N apostrophe R. Mm-hmm. That's how he spells center. So I'm gonna check that out when I leave here. What else dropped? Oh, um, yeah. little baby dropped the remix for on me and the people was mad. Did you see that in the, in the um, shade room? They was big mad. I was like, they wanted, um, I guess her name is Amaretta. Um, mm hmm. They, I guess the people wanted Amretta on it, and some people were even looking for a Nikki comeback. Can y'all let that lady breastfeed her child? <laughs> Shit. You are not yourself in the first year or so after. Right, you got to find balance. Yeah, you got you. I'm telling you, when I, after I had Zoran, I was 30 when I had Zoran. She 30, what, 36, 37, mm-hmm, 30? About 37. Chat, please. This bitch probably just now learning how to walk again. <laughs> <laughs> It's now learning. Pelvic ain't doing right. Then you got your nigga that over there. He ain't got no job. Fucking making you mad and shit. Ain't got no. What the fuck are you doing? Can you go sell dope? You need to do something. (laughs) You need to go sell dope or something, nigga. What the fuck? Shit. Baby still waking up in the middle of the night. Like, let her be where the fuck she at. She'll get back when she get back. Ain't right. nobody rushing her. And quite frankly, I don't miss her. I've seen a, a lot of people on there talking about, oh, and rap is boring. We need Nikki back. Uh, no, rap is okay. You just listening to the wrong people. Right. But first of all, when she dropped Queen, no, who was impressed? Nobody was Nobody. impressed. She needed to say, when she dropped Queen, you niggas was saying she need to take a break, let the young people do it, regroup. Now she taking a break and regrouping, and you niggas need to come back. Nikki back. Like, shut <laughs> up. So um, I went and checked out the Amaretta girl after, you know, everybody was saying she needed to be on the remix. I was like, why? Who is she? I mean, I guess she's popping in, um, you know, Atlanta or whatever, and sis can rap or whatever, but I just feel like, who do y'all think y'all are that y'all trying to tell somebody who he need to put? Why you right. put Megan on there? Why the fuck would he not? Stupid, she's the hottest and like she really is the hottest right now. Right. Regardless if y'all don't like her flow or y'all tired of hearing, you know, her she rapped the same on every song. Exactly. She's still the hottest. She's still the hottest right now. Cardi's, we don't really know what she's doing over there, but you know what I'm saying? Oh, she dropped a Reebok collection, the clothes, mm-hmm. the master shoes and shit. She's the hot. She is the hot girl. She's on top of it right now. She's on. So who else would he get to put on there? Yeah, it'd be the audacity for me. And then, and then the the girl, the Amaretta girl. Like, sis, you a little entitled, ain't you? I seen her. <laughs> I seen her put it in her story. Like, I'm glad y'all see what's going on. What's going on? What's sis? going on? Because I didn't know you until they started posting you on Shay Room. Is, or is is little baby your cousin? <laughs> And you felt like he owed you right, that? Right, because I tried to figure out why this nigga had, had to put you on any motherfucking thing. Like, why he got to? Everybody is not Drake. Everybody don't do that. You know, Drake will go find the hottest up and coming and, you know, jump on the remix with them. But he jumping on y'all, yo shit. 
Mm-hmm. So, baby, you get you a popping song and then maybe little baby will jump on there right. and get your wave hot. How dare you try to feel like you need to be on his remix? Bitch, who are you? Like, what? <laughs> Came to the shade room with it and everything. I said, these bitches, wow, these bitches is bold. And you obviously don't read the Yelp reviews because, sis, they love you right now. But I'm here to tell you, they they change on female rappers <laughs> like Quick. motherfuckers change their draws yep. like for real quick because when meg was up and coming and she was hopping out the you know the civic doing freestyles <laughs> in the garage <laughs> not the civic when sis was at there we at the gas station <laughs> baby everybody loved her bitches tina snow and like now they like meg only has one flow we hate her uh, bored <laughs> we don't like her anymore uh, boring do something different uh. nobody's ever satisfied nobody baby when cardi didn't have you know she had them crooked teeth and she dropped bodeg yellow oh my god cardi is the savior of hip-hop she could take it to a new level three years later where we at we hate corny oh she's talking about his pussy and selling them <laughs> stripping we hate her do something different where's nikki <laughs> that's why i say erica banks don't don't listen don't get too attached to it don't let these motherfuckers gas you up because soon as you get up there erica they're gonna try to drag your ass back mm-hmm. down erica kinderman who else is who I else is out there um ruby rose i listened to a couple of her tracks i like her ruby it's, rose yeah it's a lot of female rappers out here yep if y'all just don't listen to female rappers then say that <laughs> that's it right there they don't listen to them exactly i, I seen somebody on the post matter of fact it was my brother i'm throwing him out there he's about who is some good female rappers y'all don't listen to female <laughs> rappers <laughs> They out here. Right. Oh, and City Girls is another one. Oh, Lord, we love JT. Yeah, soon she come home, City Girls. Oh, God. They came home, drop. What's the other one that has the videos that be like Missy Elliott? Tierra Wack. Yeah, Tierra Wack. Tierra Wack. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of them out. They represent, y'all just don't fuck with them. Yeah. It's a lot of female rappers out there. Y'all don't always have to, you know, just focus on the person that's in the limelight at the mm-hmm. moment. It's other people out here, too, that shining just like them. But you're not giving them the time of day. And stop telling motherfuckers to change their flow. Do you tell little baby to change his flow? Because <laughs> that nigga ain't missing. Not one. Not one time. That's and he ain't changed it. up. Right. That's it. Y'all don't tell the baby to change his shit. Go where I want. Good. Go where I want. Good. Y'all scared to tell that dick because you know he'll knock your ass out. Stop punch you in your face. Women, they need to change their flow. Nobody's changing their flow out here. Even Nas still sounding like Illmatic on Sorry Not Sorry. <laughs> mm. Y'all get on my goddamn nerves. Child, look. It's the hateful women rappers for me. <laughs> and as much. Why do y'all be talking about pussy? Why y'all always talking about pussy? <laughs> y'all talk about pussy. Y'all talking about pussy, money, and dope. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, we ain't on the corner selling dope. So they got to talk so about what they know about. Yeah, pussy. pussy niggas with uh, money. Wigs. You know, <laughs> scamming niggas. Nails. Yeah. Nails. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bills. You know what I'm saying? Kids. Baby four of us. Like, yeah, that's, that's like what we that. know about. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. You, uh, you're not going to find too many bitches that was queen pins. It's, it's not out there like that. Mm. But what you will find is a bitch that held down a nigga in jail, and now she got to tell you the story. Come on, be a rapper, Yandy. <laughs> T 
TV. Ooh, TV been whack for me lately, but Pose returns. Pose returns tonight. tonight. Uh, I don't know. A lot of our um, viewers probably don't watch Pose. I love Pose. It is about the early ninety, um, early nineties ballroom scene. What season is this? Ball scene. My bad, not ballroom. Uh, season three, and it's three. actually the final season. Oh, it is. I'm a. I'm a binge watch it tonight. You have you watched I, season I still, one? I still haven't watched it. I'm a oh, binge okay. watch it tonight. So it's about you know ball the ball culture. So that's of course you know gay and trans, and um, it also talks you know deals with the epidemic of AIDS because that's what was coming of you know that's what was coming up in the early '90s with um with them it was plaguing them. It's a really good it's a really good show. I hate that it's coming to an end season three, but you know it mm. is what it is. Oh, I also watched. Um, did you watch the Michael B. Jordan movie? I did. You liked it? It was all right. Uh, I was disappointed that Lauren London only lasted five minutes <laughs> in the movie. You know what? Did you see when he was um he doing some interview and he was talking about how he wanted L- Lauren to do it to basically um heal her help heal her from the loss of oh nip yeah to put then, her back out there. Mm, well, no, but. You know how she lost somebody. At the, they had this one particular scene that I think he was talking about. It was towards the end. Yeah, when they, they were, were laying talking. in the laying in the. Oh, not when they were talking. No, not when they were laying on the grass because they weren't talking on that scene. But it was the very end. Yeah, the very end when they was when it was. He had a like, moment. Yeah, yeah, like and I was like, oh, okay, so it was kind of like her talking to Nipsey. Like you know, you talking to somebody that's not there, mm-hmm. and so that's why I guess he was saying that it was therapy for her mm. to have that moment but yeah she didn't last but like three seconds in a movie you know um the whole time i was like you know he better not die because as many takens as liam Neeson has been <laughs> in somebody told me well, he is you know the odds i watched it with my best friend we had movie night for her birthday uh happy birthday tiffany it was yesterday but um she was like yeah it's he out no but he better not die shit uh uh liam Neeson went to a whole nother country right and fought everybody over there girl <laughs> the, the part when they went over there to russia and they was in that building and they shot the two police i said that's it this nigga finna die i just knew he was gonna die out there no, i said they better he if he don't make it i'm gonna write amazon prime right the fuck now <laughs> He needs to make it out of this bullshit. But, you know, some parts he was overplaying it. I'm a black man in America. I was like, okay, listen. There they go. We get it, G.I. Joe. There they go. <laughs> we get it, G.I. Joe. But it was um, it was an all right, you know, film. I, you know, would advise everybody to watch it. Run the numbers up. Y'all watch Three Takens. Y'all can watch this. <laughs> No, for real. <laughs> for real, y'all watch the same movie three fucking times. And it be good every time. <laughs> Chasing motherfuckers. I ain't gonna lie. I'll Fuck look, my family. I'll, I will hunt you down. All the Liam Neeson movies do be good. And um, it's not lacking in the um action, though. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for an action film, it's a lot of shooting, a lot of fighting in the movie. So. Yep. Um, Cinco de Mayo is Wednesday. We told y'all last week we was going to have some places for y'all to go. I got about two. <laughs> <laughs> two for you maybe what you um, got? i think i'm gonna start off on tuesday and i'm gonna hit up fourth quarter since fourth quarter is back hey, open don't so, y'all come in that bitch doing no dumb ass shooting <laughs> so i'm gonna swing by fourth quarter tuesday and kick it off wednesday um lost my fucking train of thought oh also on tuesday i heard that blue mesa 
has a, like a nightlife thing on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I said, y'all to turn these people restaurant to a fucking club. They said, look, if that's what's going to get the 10 bands a night, <laughs> club it is. But So this is every Tuesday, but I heard it's the one in Addison, Blue Mason, Addison. I don't know if all of them are doing it, but mm-hmm. the one in Addison has a nightlife crowd on Tuesday night. Um, Wednesday, what's popping on Wednesday? Um, Crab House have a a, a lit Wednesday. They do. Who mm-hmm. does that on Wednesday? I don't know who the promoter is. I seen they got a new chef in there, and they were, somebody had posted some food. This shit look good, as a motherfucker. <laughs> it was like a mm-hmm. pasta shrimp thing with some salad. Pasta, I seen good. I seen yesterday for brunch. Some they had like uh sweet potato waffles with some shrimp and grits and some catfish it was i was like i got to get down there damn i got to get down there but i know that they do have um wednesday because every wednesday it'd be lit at mm-hmm. crab house crab house is really lit every night at, it at, really at is. this point shout out to my cousin because i went uh sat or saturday and it was it was turned up in there saturday that, that night. one saturday that i went it was day party Oh, I got there probably about five and sixes and they had already been partying from early. I had showed yeah. up late. Yeah, I think, by, I think they changed. So in the daytime, it's good culture in there. Mm-hmm. So about five or six, shout out to good culture, shout out to AT, that's where he is. Okay. And then that's over. And I think, um, Shelly B now take over. Oh, at night. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Um, so that's your option for Wednesday. Uh, of course, there's the old faithful fuzzies. <laughs> My memory had popped up the other day talking to when I had tagged Tanise. I said, we doing a redo. And I was like, dang, what happened this this year? Bitch, we used to go to Fuzzies after work. And one day after Cinco de Mayo, everybody at work went to Fuzzies. My vision be fuzzy when I leave Fuzzies. I I blacked out in Fuzzies. Tanise had to drive me home. I I woke up like, how the fuck did I get home? (laughs) Where's my phone? Where's my keys? My car was still at Fuzzies. So she took me home because I had valeted Fuzzies. And girl, she took who put me home. you in the car, girl? I guess her and whoever else did <laughs> put me in the car. She took me home. Appreciate you for that. I woke up like, dude, where's my car? And I looked at my phone, and Tanisha was like, uh, I took you home. I called your sister. Uh, your car is still at Fuzzy. Come on, responsible friend. <laughs> so the next morning, Hamp, I called Hamp, and he took me up to um, – <laughs> fuzzies to go get in my car bitch i had to be at work the next day this is a weekday i called my job i was like and that i was cool with my manager i was like look you know kind of got lit yesterday and i gotta go find my car <laughs> so i'm gonna be late Girl. so we went up there super early to find my car it was still closed but uh i had my keys and we drove around i was like where's my i didn't see my car so hamp took me back home <laughs> and so I had to wait for them to open and I called I was like y'all I went up there looking for my car and my car is not there I said y'all told my shit and she said what kind of car is so I told her and she went out there she was like honey your car is on the side of the dumpster I was like girl I came up there seven o'clock in the morning looking for my car so I, I had to uber back up there to get my fucking car had a dead trip. Hamp said first ride free. <laughs> Second ride. So yeah, so the old faithful is always gonna be fuzzies. Uh then there's Taco Patron. A lot of people go to Taco Patron off the Tollway in Spring Valley. My friend, yeah, that was a Wednesday. She said, Oh, as a matter of fact, that is an option. It's in the Addison area, right? Mm-hmm. It's ladies' night on Wednesdays. So ladies, that, oh, that might be a Taco good Patron option. Wednesday. Taco Patron every day of the week be lit over there. Oh, like, I guess it's the the restaurants is cracking. <laughs> 
The restaurants are the new clothes. Look, I'm telling y'all now, y'all can't have no family night at none of these restaurants (laughs) no more because it didn't turn into the club. Yeah, go to, um, I don't know where to go. Go to Papa Do's if you, you know, and that been the club, so... (laughs) It's always loud in Papa Do's. It's, it's loud as fucking Papa Why is it so loud All you hear is plates clink, 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 and loud talking. I'm like, it is so loud in Papa Do's. You cannot have no romantic date. <laughs> so anyway, when I was nine. <laughs> so tell me why you single. Well, you know, because niggas ain't shit, and I get cheated on all the time. Like, no. That's just somewhere you go with your girls. Go hang out. Go to the bar. Get drunk. That's it. Do not take right, nobody on date. You pick no girl up in there. I think you're really hot. What? What you say? I got a little snot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know where y'all going to take y'all motherfucking family, family night because every restaurant is a club. Baby. But y'all, yeah. So somebody uh, invited me to Taco Patron last Wednesday. She was like, it's... Um, the owner invited us and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's, well, ladies night. I don't know how it's ladies night at a restaurant. I don't know what they get you. Because <laughs> I thought all that shit was free. <laughs> what? Going, every time I went to Taco Patron, we walk right in. They don't charge you. Oh, right. No, it's not. But I think it's something about the drinks. Like two oh, for the one drink. or some shit oh, like two that. two for one? Yeah. Oh, like, that's where I might be then. It's ladies. Oh, this is ladies night. And our vibes is tight. Oh, this is ladies' night on Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> oh, what a <laughs> night. So if y'all get out Wednesday for Cinco de Mayo, be safe, drink responsibly, drive responsibly, Uber. Don't be like she does. Don't be like me, other- blacking out. But uh, luckily, I had a friend that took care of me that Okay, day. come on. One time for the responsible friends that yeah. ain't going to leave. Because, baby, some bitches would have left your ass there at the booth. Like, mm-hmm. put you in your car. You just would have woke up in your car. <laughs> nah, real shit. They were like, let us sleep it off. Next type dumper. <laughs> that stinky ass smell would have woke you up. Like, right. What? Um, but if you listen this far, we gr- appreciate it because you know we talked about a lot of shit. Okay. Shout out to Jay for calling in and talking to us about the poly world. Okay. Um, we appreciate y'all. And if you get here this far, uh, I'm gonna send you a cash app. <laughs> Just holler at me. I want to know who got this far in the episode. I'm gonna send you a cash app. It might be a dollar. It might be fifty dollars. Make sure y'all, Lady Sheeta said that. <laughs> Lady Sheeta, L A D Y S H I D A. Send me a one dollar request to my cash app. Dollar sign Lady Sheeta S H I D A. Because I want to see who got this far okay. <laughs> to the episode. All right. Well, until next week, we will holler at y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Bye. Bye.